Dale, not Dale Podcast. All right, Vaughn. We are back for a new installment of the Dale and Dale Podcast. We are. It's pretty exciting. What's been going on, man? It's been busy. Just glad to sit here and glad to say we're back. <laughs> Sneak attack. Every time. Call me the <laughs> Batman of back. <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. Uh, dude, it's been crazy busy for me at work, too. He ain't lying. I'm not used to this. Why is it that you and I have gotten really busy at work at one at the same time and we do totally different things? Sign of the economy, babe. Do you ever get stressed? Do you ever have stress? Not really. I don't, I guess I don't know really what stress is. But I feel like the last couple of weeks I've been stressed because I know what anxiety is, but I don't really know what stress feels like. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I can't, I'm very organized, but I seem like the last two weeks I just cannot get organized. Really? I'm never organized with anything. So, like, that's just how I live my life. I mean, I'm like off the wall crazy from eight to five. Really? People call me and I'll, you know, I've got that auto reply. Sorry on the other line. Call you back shortly. Yeah. And then I never call them back. I do. I forget. I hate missing phone calls. I do too. text. I hate it too. You know what else I hate? Hot water heaters. Dude, you know what's funny? You told me that yesterday. Today, I go to my, I'm, I'm in, I got home from the gym, talk to Crystal, I go, start my shower, go use the restroom, go to get my shower, it's cold. I'm like, uh-huh. what the hell? Yeah. So I turned the water off, I went to my, I went to Crystal, I'm like, did you pay the freaking gas bill? I was like, I don't, I don't know. What. <laughs> She's like, I paid the bill. I'm like, okay. I was like, what the heck? So I went, I went, turned on the gas at the stove. I walked outside, looked at my tankless water here like I know what I'm doing. I just looked at it, and I turned around, came back in, turned my shower on, it worked. Yeah, it was because you looked at it. Why would that do that? Because Crystal said the same. She just texted me. She goes, hey, my shower didn't get hot either, but the kids is. Uh, water not having to be strained, but it's fine for the kids. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't I don't know. But then, but then I turned it off and went back, and it was hot. Can't be a pilot. I don't know. It, it, there might be a recirculation tank in there. Like when you turn it on and it's hot, is it instantly hot? Yeah. But no, no, it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit. Oh, I don't know. That's weird. It shouldn't be like that. I don't know. It got back hot, she said. Just text me. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. But I, I picked on you and then yeah. it happened to me. It's yeah. Car- it's called karma. Yeah, that's true. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't even want to go into my whole spiel that I gave you the other night, but I think it's... Uh, he really ranted to me in a text. Well, it was, it was just something I was thinking about of... You know, I don't have a tankless water heater. I do. And people are like, well, yeah, I don't have a problem. You know, there's three people in my family. we got to wait. And if we all take a shower at one time or whatever, somebody's going to get the short end of the stick. Excuse I, you. I just want somebody to say, you know what, Vaughn, do you want to have a hot shower? I don't feel like I need, you know, compromise and being considerate is free. A tankless water heater is not. Well, I'll have a talk with Lindsay after this. Yes, please. So let's talk about today, man. Let's do it. We're gonna have a fun episode. One, it's always fun we have somebody in in, in studio. Yeah. Two, we got a guy that's really funny. We recently met. We went and saw him at the live uh, improv Houston, uh, Sean Dolan. Yep. And so uh, this is gonna be a fun one. He he's got great hair too. He does have great hair. I was kind of pissed. I'm like, damn it, that guy's got great hair. Your volume's down today. Well, I didn't want to upstage my guest. Yeah, I true. got volume for days, boys. 
Yeah. Well, I, didn't, sh- I didn't do it. Yeah. I didn't have want to have a volume off with him. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited. Me and him recently, uh, maybe two months ago, so we connected on social media. We've been talking, and then me and you went and saw his show live, which was fun. Got yeah. to see him in action. So uh, he's kindly enough to drive down to League City from Katy to That's a trip. jump on the podcast. That is a trip. He came in at like a traffic time, too. Yeah, I know. Ooh. 45 minutes will turn into an hour, 45 minutes for you. Well, we drove in traffic time to Katy. We were just going the opposite way. Yeah. We got stuck in traffic, too. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to have him on today. Yep. This will be a good one. And good. so I can imagine with having a comedian, uh, we'll have some good content. And he's he's going to talk about the story. The real master will be dicing him up. Oh, yeah. Mag- Magnus. Magnus will hit him with the real master. Yep. Mr. Shorterson. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to hear about his. He's got a couple stories that uh, that's really taken off online that he's going to tell today. Uh, for sure, and then we're gonna we got to get some backstory on there. Like, yeah. what's the follow up from there? Like, what happened past that? And and how can we continue it? How yeah. can we help him continue what he was yeah. doing? Like, let's keep going with this. Yeah, don't stop now. You done did it. Like, you got to go full Richard Petty on this. Full, full, full Richard Petty. He's being petty. Oh, oh, okay. Richard Petty. I thought you were talking about the car racer. No. Oh. <laughs> Or is that Kyle Petty? Uh, I don't know. Tom Petty. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Tom Petty and Dale Earnhardt, yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited about him. He's a good dude. We didn't get a chance to talk to him whenever we went to the show too nah, much. It was, it was so busy. It was crazy. It was busy. We, it was, had, to, we had to sign all, a lot of autographs. And, yeah, dude. You yeah. know, we go out in public, it's just it's nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, y'all from the podcast? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Let me sign those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Put your shirt on, Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> so sign these things. Hey right. dude, put your shirt on. Well, let's uh let's get him in here and get the show started. Let's do it. Uncle Dale and Vaughn with stories to unfold. So sit back, relax, and behold. We discuss the life and all these ups and downs. Tune in from your side of town. Talking pop cultures, movies, and TV shows. Giving the thoughts and much more. This shit is style, clothes, and gadgets galore. Keeping you entertained, you'll be begging for more. Cause we gonna laugh and hey, maybe even crying. But one thing's for sure, you'll be smiling. All right, we're live. <laughs> Did you almost pause there? Uh, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, we have a special guest in today, Mr. Sean Doland, right? That's right, Dolan. Yeah. Dolan. You can put a D at the end if you want, though. It's yeah. Dolan. Dolan, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you always can add the D in there. Sure. This is Dale Milled. Von yeah. Schulde. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, I mean, I'll let you introduce yourself here in a minute, but I, I found Sean on uh, man, Instagram, real, and it came up. I think, I don't know if somebody shared it to me or not, 
And so you're a comedian, and so I seen one of your stand ups, uh, a, a clip, and like from there I started following you, and then I was yeah. cracking. I'll send it to other friends because it was such an insane story. So then I started following you, and then I messaged you, and then we went back and forth. You kind of told me about the story, so yeah. uh, I was like, "Man, we got to get you on." Appreciate it. So Happy to be here. Fast forward, we've already seen you live. Yep. Which was awesome. It was. Yeah, appreciate you guys coming, man. Yeah. It was we, such a good we show. Had, we had a blast. Packed yeah. house, good energy. I need some gas money for that. Well, yeah. You were trying <laughs> I to think we're even. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are in League City, man. It's like North Galveston. Yeah. That's right. It is. Yeah. It's North of Galveston. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we got Sean Dolan here, man. We, we're excited to uh, have you in studio. Like I said, I told you, when I offered you to come here, it's made a lot more sense. I know it's a, it's a little drive, but... Uh, man, we do these online. They're, they're fun, but in person, you know how it is. Body language, man, and you can cut up for and sure. Have some bro time. So I drive forty five minutes to an hour for open mics. Really? So yeah. for, <laughs> for like five minutes, yeah. <laughs> waiting four hours. So this is great. oh man, this is normal. Yeah, well, good. So I guess go ahead and tell us about yourself real quick, man. Like I said, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah, my name's Sean Dolan. I've uh, been in Katy for 30 years, West Houston. Um, started doing comedy about two years ago, coming up on my second year anniversary. And uh, just kind of hit the ground running, figuring out the game. Uh, I have a marketing background. I've been doing digital marketing since 2009. Before that, I was a DJ through high school and college. Um, so, you know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a marketer sort of learning comedy and learning to be funny. And once my funny gets up to the level of my marketing, I feel like things are going <laughs> to Well, the good thing about take for, off. for being in comedy, the marketing side on social media is a big part. So Huge. if you can do that, right. that helps you. You probably got to like up to a lot of comedians that don't have the marketing background. Oh, man, there's so many good guys. And, uh, and, and, you know, and I book them and when I produce shows. But a lot of guys have the funny, but they just don't have the business side. And so it is a struggle. Yeah, I can yeah. see that because I mean the promotion side. I mean, social media is huge, man. We Big do a time. ton of stuff for that. But like I said, that's how I found you from a reel right. that somebody, the algorithm somehow. Because I follow a lot of comedians, yeah, like the Burt Kreischers and all them, you I know. Love and then you know your algorithm comes up and it yeah. pops up on our feed, you know. Yeah, so, I couldn't even think of a comedian now that's not active on social media that does well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them, you know, some of them, they started so long ago that their name, like Dave Chappelle, obviously his name's going to carry him in. He doesn't need yeah. anything. He don't have to promote himself. Yeah, exactly. He's somebody's, probably the exception. Somebody's making clips of him anyway and promote it anyway. Yeah. So. But even Bill Burr was like <clears throat> podcasting forever. Yeah. So. Well, that and then Brogan, he's had a platform for right. all his buddies. Right. And so like, man, these guys just Those instantly are the guys get who are millions of views, even if they're small time and they blow right. up. I mean, everyone else, Shane Gillis, all these guys that kind of. Yeah. They they haven't been doing comedy uh, comedy long either. Have you seen Matt Rife? Yes, I just saw him <sighs> killing it on it. You seen him? On I TikTok. feel like didn't you send me something? Yeah, I did. The other, he's yeah, good looking, good looking dude. Yeah. He talks about that and how he's be ugly and man, a lot of he's, crowd work. He's oh, funny, man. I'm just looking at what he's doing and yeah. copying it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like how he's editing things. I I stole the font, the color of yeah. his <laughs> caption, everything. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm just gonna copy you. Hey, you might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, no, he's he's doing well. Like, so I seen one of his videos, and then I went back and watched his other stuff, and I started so following good. him. I was like, man, he's a uh, he's funny, man. He just very funny. His he's not a big 
personality one, but he's got expressions in his face and stuff that yeah. it just he's makes young it work. Too. He's young. He'll be at the Riot Comedy Festival in March. Okay. So Brian Gendron, um, the Riot is uh, a comedy club at Rudyard's in Montrose, and they're doing their first comedy festival, and Matt Reif's going to be there. So okay, we're going to check him out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. When is it? <clears throat> March. I'll get you the date. Yeah, it's in March. But I'm open in March. The Riot Comedy Club. Google it. We're going. Th- we're going to see Theo Vaughn yeah, in March as well. We're, we're going, going to Theo Vaughn. Oh, he come, he's coming to the uh, hobby something. I love so Theo. I know, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's my idol. Oh, I, li- I literally he's love the that best. Guy. Same yeah. way we we've robbed a few things from him, like the way we started the show, then we have our intro music and stuff. Like, okay, we yeah, kind of started yeah. that from him. I was like, man, he just. I, lo- I like. Same with you, com- comedians, man. I just love watching some of their stuff. It works. You're like, okay, we're so trying to fun. emulate it. You know, it's the best hobby <laughs> in the entire world. Really, hands down, just the best. Like the community. Um, what I thought it would be like going into it, uh, you know, because I watched. Um, I think it was on Netflix. It was called The Comedy Store, and it was a documentary about the Comedy Store in yep. LA. And it was probably like. Seemed like 30, 40 interviews of comedians, like all of the best comedians you've ever heard of, talking about how they pass through the comedy store. And what I noticed about it was the community was so supportive of each other. Yeah. And, and you got these guys that get up on stage and they're very vulnerable. They fail a lot in public. And it just sort of creates or weeds out, whichever way, these very unique types of people that are very welcoming um, very ready to laugh, very ready to help you improve. And, <laughs> and that's what it's been in Houston. I mean, so many guys just really? like immediately, if you're looking to learn and get better, they'll, they'll walk you through and help you out. So yeah, that's one thing Rogan talks about the community. He's yeah. there's some shitheads in there that don't like, they, they'll kind of poo poo on the up and comers, but it's yeah. like, he's like, why do that? Very like, few and far between. That's though. good. Yeah. 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 Cause that's, that's gotta be tough, man. Well, that's what we're here. We're here to train you. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. <laughs> I'll take feedback. Man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I would, uh, I don't, I, we were talking about this in another episode. Comedy is one of those, you know, there's funny people. I know a ton of funny people, yeah. but some people's humor isn't something that they can write down. For me, I don't, yeah. I don't, be, I don't believe like, you know, I could probably write down something that would be pretty funny, but yeah. my humor is an interaction. So that's why at the sure. comedy show we went and saw you is there was a lot of crowd interaction mm-hmm. yeah, the whole Jesse, time. Jesse was good at that. So good. The whole time I was sitting there thinking to myself and I said it to Dale later, I want to, for them to heckle me. Yeah. Because I wanted to be like, yeah, Ben. Oh dude. John, can, no, Jonathan or Jonathan. Yeah. Jonathan got him that, that show. God, there was, Did a, he? Remember there the was nerdy guy with the glasses. I was running in and out. Oh, dude. Oh, He's man. getting merch and stuff. He, he stole the show. <laughs> and he said probably six words. He's an old, like, he's got like a nerdy, like, engineer kind of looking guy. Yeah. Super smart, older dude. And he, uh, oh, dude, Jesse said some things. They were going back and forth. And, man, the guy was, he yeah. was killing it. Yeah. So we look for you guys and we don't talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we can see in your eye, like a glimmer, oh, like a dare, we skip right over I'm you. Wearing, I'm, I'm, He's waiting for You're like a beacon and we just maneuver around you. I'm wearing a wig next time. No, you should. Be, no. like, be like scared, John, look scared, and then you'll get him. Jonathan was a guy you didn't go after and then he he owned him. Yeah, you, he did. You, I guess you would. You're like, okay, this guy looks like he wants to smoke. I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. And it's so risky. We were, we were talking about it last night before uh, our show last night with some guys like the moment they the way they described it and these guys are have been doing this much longer than i have but they describe it like they get out there and they build the house 
around them. They, they, they set the tone, they control the room with all of their, you know, prepared material. And that's what, once they feel safe that they've established the house, yeah. then they'll go into the crowd. Okay. Yeah. But they don't do it until they're comfortable that there's yeah. an understanding. You don't want to lose the room and then no, the inmates take over the jail. Right. Real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. That was a, I didn't, wouldn't even think of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess when you're on state, I don't know. I mean, it I looks think, so comfortable. Unless you're a but, roaster, you know. Yeah. I mean, you Schultz, have to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Those guys, dude, that's, he would that's own great anybody. Yeah, yeah Schultz. I, I've got to be. I've got to be related to the guy. I'm going to call him Andrew Schultz. You look nothing like. We don't. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, so we went to your show. Uh, everybody was funny, man. We had a good time. Actually, awesome. Actually, after watching, then the guy Ben that, that followed yeah. you, the guy that I go to that he works out at the gym with me. They they went to school together in the Mark. Oh, nice. They're buddies. Like I seen they awesome. followed. Yeah. So small world. He yeah. said, man, he goes, he's funny on stage. He goes, dude, just in person, you ought to be around this guy. He goes, he's so he, cool. he goes you think he's dark on stage? Wait till you get in front of him. <laughs> yeah. I said, dude, I love, I love that kind of humor. Ben though. Daniel. Yeah. yeah. He, ben Daniel. Yeah. He got, I love dark humor. Mm-hmm. There was a few things he said that I started blushing. <laughs> and I'm like, if you can do that, that is impressive. Yeah. Oh, man. Because he'll he, uh, cross whatever line you've said. My favorite line that he said was, oh, you think that's bad? Watch this, and then went into something else, and it was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, a couple next to us were squirming. Oh, I love hearing this. <laughs> oh, it was, it was it. phenomenal. Yeah, the yeah. Vatican exploded right after he said that. Yeah, <laughs> as it should. So, uh, yeah, so man, so you had we had a good time. You 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 actually uh, did something you never done before live that night, right? Yeah, I I performed a song. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the second time I'd ever performed that in front of people. Dude, you, you can really sing, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. I was like, damn, he's good. Appreciate it. Um, and two nights before was the first time I did it at an open mic. And that's real risky because <laughs> yeah. it's 12 comedians, half of who are rooting for you, a few who aren't. They're like, <laughs> you, know, you need to fail. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, they're, they're sometimes paying so much attention to what you're doing and like running you know the math on what's funny and what's not yeah. that they don't laugh and so it's really hard it's to tough. read so i yeah. came away from that with a couple of giggles going like i don't know like this could be a <laughs> terrible idea um and then even even before the show jesse came up to me and he was like you know what bro he's like he's like you might want to just do your set like you know don't don't do the don't do the song just yet and i was like i hear you jesse I've already like, social media. I'm doing it. I, yeah, I told my mom <laughs> that I was doing it. My my deaf ex girlfriend is already here. Um, so, um, but I went ahead and I was like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna know whether it works unless I do it in front of real people. So yeah. I was really going out there like, okay, it's a lo- it's a three minute song. I have to do the whole thing, I mean, whether it bombs or not. It so, was good. It was funny. Thank and you. What was better is you could actually hold a note and sing. So it made it like, okay, well, this is actually. Thanks. to listen to yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah not even knowing you I was like okay it, and then that. knowing the premise because okay so he had a girlfriend that's deaf yeah but she was there yeah and I, I told I told him <laughs> we got there I said dude he sat, he didn't believe that she was deaf I, 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 Legit. I literally so in my mind right you're you're in a crowd okay right. you're at a comedy show right. I mean we're not you know that's you're, really you're hard you're doing to, the math like how does that I said she can read lips and I was like I said remember the Seinfeld episode uh, can yeah. she really read lips so she has a cochlear implant as okay. well oh, okay. so okay. there was definitely like Okay. You know, she could. She has to read lips to help, right? Uh, but when she takes it out, I mean, at night in the shower, it's. 
I test it. Like I don't know. I have this. <laughs> yeah. I, have, like, I feel like. Okay, so I feel like. I, I feel it. like. I, the whole relationship, I was trying to out her as faking it. Yeah. You know, because I just couldn't wrap Look, my head around yeah. it. Like, are you. I, I don't know. I, I really would. Is that why it ended? You just couldn't trust it? It's complicated. Um, I, I, like, sometimes, like, I would knock on the door like, and she, hey. she'd be like, yeah. You flinched. Oh, this one, this one time I did that. And she turned around. And I was like, huh? huh? Uh, got you. Gotcha. And she was like, you stomped on the floor. I was like, oh, that's right. You got me. You've been trying to get those social security oh, checks. I know it. Exactly. <laughs> and I knocked on the knocked on the bathroom door. And she opened it and I was like, ah. And I was like, how'd you hear me? She was like, the door moved. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was the relationship. Though, got- but she had such a great sense of humor. I mean, our first date we went on, we're at a um, Irish pub and there's a band and we're getting to know each other. All the basic first date questions. And the band starts getting louder and louder. And as the band gets louder, I'm like leaning in, trying to hear her. And then she was like, who's the deaf one now? And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I like it. Day two, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, like, so, That's yeah. awesome. So it was cool that she could be there. And I, I played this whole song for her before, made sure that she was cool with the lyrics and yeah. everything. And she loved she, it. So. I mean, she, she took it. Well, you could tell she was proud, too. Totally. I mean, that, was, that was cool. Yeah, that was, yeah. Really yeah, cool. That was, that was funny. Yeah, they, dude, they literally were like a table over us. Yeah, they that's were, right. They were, they were right. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, dude, there's, I pointed to, I said, that was Jake's girlfriend. Yeah. So. And her, her friend was deaf too. And she loved it as well. <laughs> so how's the date with deaf girl? I mean, it's, uh, you're like, dude, I'm a comedian. I'm saying this is perfect. I mean, if she has a she's cochlear ear implant, she's still Mo- kind of understand. Right. And, right? She, and she, yeah, she was in a high school, uh, a school for the deaf that really pushed her, teaching her to speak. Okay. So, okay. so if she can speak, she has a deaf accent, but she can speak. And so it's, oh, it's good. not, it's not as complicated. Yeah. It's it? like she's a yeah. mute. She when she just, puts in yeah. the cochlear, it's like most people don't she, even notice. Yeah. One of the big yeah. things about cochlear, and I actually love watching YouTube videos when people can hear for the first That's time. That's the best. Yeah, it, it oh literally is like it, oh, it makes me cry. The parents, oh, me too, man. Yeah. We're seeing color for the first time. Oh, dude, yeah. I love that. A rainbow. Yeah, me but, too. You know, one I'm of the things that, that people don't think of is you get a cochlear ear implant. Great, you can hear, but that doesn't mean you can speak. Everybody assimilates the hearing and the speaking right. as being one. That's it's a, not. It's two very separate things. So yeah, that's that's awesome that she you know knew how to speak and yeah was able to. Yeah, we that. run a we run a. a a Facebook group called Deaf Crew in Houston that just kind of brings, you know, deaf folks together. And we were at this event on Saturday and there's about 15 people there. And this lady walks in and she was probably 350 pounds, mm-hmm. just in a moo-moo, uh, not trying to impress anybody, hair all messed up, two teeth tops. Yeah. And she comes in and she shakes my hand and she goes, I didn't know there'd be hearing people here and left. <laughs> Oh, I was yeah. like, damn! Like, oh, all right, yeah, <laughs> my bad. Really? Oh, dang! So, just all, all types of personalities, and yeah, so it's fun. Moo-moo. We don't like your type here, sir. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I feel like whatever. I just said something right. smart, like, "Well, how'd you hear about me?" Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dang, man. Maybe that's why she doesn't like hearing people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably smart ass. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you gotta say something smart, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but hilarious, man. No, it was so a like, good night. Yeah. yeah, the show was fun, dude. Uh, so then Jesse came on, which was a big deal. He's thousandth show. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of shows. Yeah, that's, that's a ton. He's a hustler, man. But dude, he was funny, man. He was. He, he just was. where he worked a crowd. You could tell he's done a thousand shows because totally. the way he carried himself. And oh yeah. Did, like he was so such a confidence and like he just worked a crowd. 
It's like, and he was great. There's a level of commitment to the joke that carries it. Yeah. Like you can almost, I've seen people say stuff that objectively, objectively makes no sense. There's no joke, but they say it with with such confidence that they get a laugh, you know? (laughs) And so when you can merge those two, where you have this just like huge confidence and a killer joke, that's, that's amazing to watch. So how'd you get, so this is your second year you said, right? Yeah. So how did you like, cause everybody like, dude, like the same way. Everybody's like, Oh man, you're funny. You should be a, com- a comedian. I'm like, dude, it, it ain't like that. Like it's, situational yeah. funny. Like he talked about it. situational funny. And then writing something and performing stage is a totally different thing. So like, what was your, how yeah. that, how that so, happened to you? I went through a divorce, uh, about three years ago. And at, at a certain point, the hardest part for the divorce was not being around my son. Because yeah. I'm like hands-on, like yeah. at school, volunteering all day, you know? And so that, the 50-50 was like real hard. I bet. I mean, like seven full days, you know? We're, we're like on playing games online to like make up for it. But <laughs> right. still, you yeah. know? A lot of Fortnite. I got real good. Um, <laughs> I don't want to brag. And so, um, so that was like, I had to fi- find something to do like in the evenings to get out. And I watched that, that documentary the comedy store i saw like oh that's a cool community like i want to be surrounded by funny people that would that would be healthy for me you know and i got a book i think i went out to one open mic didn't really you know just kind of sitting in the back trying to figure out the scene and i got this book by judy carter called the comedy bible and the first chapter in that book is sign up for an open mic I was like, where are the other chapters? Slow down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need all of the rest of it, you know? And, but it, it reminded me, cause I've done like marathons and ultra marathons, which is Oof. like, if you have a, if you have a buddy that starts getting into ultras, he's going to get divorced. He's leaving for a reason. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> I did a 50 K and a hundred K and Ugh. yeah. And so, and, and then the half iron man and, and so I remembered that the moment I signed up for a race, my brain and body immediately showed up. You know, if I was running like one or two miles a day and then I signed up for the Ironman, the next day I ran 15 miles. It's just, cool. just something about your body and brain going, okay, this date in nine it, months is going to suck it's yeah. gonna if come. I don't train now. It just overnight. So that's what it did. When I signed up for the open mic, I was like, oh, can we curse? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, oh shit. Like this is going to be embarrassing if I don't write stuff. Yeah. So it just, it forces you to not procrastinate is what it does. You know, it's just making a goal, like making it concrete. And so I did it. Um, and I, I, I sat down, I wrote, I read a few other books on how to write jokes and my first joke, you know, they said to go back into your life and just find significant events or what's yeah. unique about you. So I was like, okay, I grew up Mormon. <laughs> And it was like, ask, I forget what it was, like, ask what's, what's weird, funny, scary, or hard about being whatever that is. So what's, what's hard about being Mormon? What's weird about being Mormon? And I remember that in Utah, they had this service where they would edit VHSs for you. Yeah. They would like cut and paste all the bad parts out. <laughs> so you'd watch this movie that was like, hey, babe, cut to breakfast. <laughs> you know, like, 
no. I don't, you know. I lost and, three days. Yeah. And so I just imagine like going to school and being like, hey, did you see that? The Star Wars movie where the dude like took over the prophet and like, I don't know, like this totally bastardized version. And like, I'm the idiot who doesn't know the story. Just huge plot lines missing. And so then I just, I just had this like paragraph, you know, and that paragraph's not funny. You got to just, you got to make it smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. So you just start chipping away at it. And it's, um, it turned into like, you know, growing up Mormon was weird because we didn't watch the same movies. I saw Star Wars Return of the Jebediah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw How I Met Your Mothers. Yeah. And that's the joke. That was, that was, you said that, that was a good one. <laughs> but that, that was my first joke. And it, and it just started with this like VHS cutting. It just kind of found its way into a little nugget. You know? <laughs> your first Quentin Tarantino movie was seven minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah, was, it was the intro and outro. Yeah, it was very confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. your mother! You got Magnus over there crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Magnus. And that's it. I mean, that's really it. And so you just start, you just start finding these, you know, these ideas, and then just forcing them. And if you if you ask yourself what's funny about something, it's like your subconscious will throw out ideas. Yeah. No, I can see that. <laughs> so then I go to the first open mic. And Rich Williams was one of the first comedians that I met that was like, hey, if you need any help, let me know. And I, and I came to him very graciously, like, hey, man, I don't know what I'm doing. If you could just point me to open mics, what do I do? I, I'd appreciate it. I'll, I'll buy you a beer, whatever I can do. And so he came to my first open mic, and I got up there, and you know, it's five minutes of material, which is like pages of material. Mm-hmm. You know, that's five minutes. That's a long time. And so my biggest worry was just not forgetting all the words and I, and I was a little deer in headlights, but not too bad. And I got through it, got a few laughs and a lot of it was about my divorce, which I've slowly eliminated from it for legal reasons. And, uh, just, just avoid anything. Um, but it was very cathartic. And so at the end of my set, I get off the stage and I'm like, it was, it felt like ever been skydiving. No, no. Okay. It's that feeling where you like, what am I doing? Like yeah. as you're falling out, your brain's just like, no, yeah, that's the feeling up there. Um, and so, and it's very fight or flight. Like you can feel your body. It's that fight or flight where like when you're just biologically, when you see a lion, it's your body's like, okay, blood go to the legs and yeah, run. Right. And so it just <laughs> drains from your brain and you, you completely blank out. And so I could feel that they call it the panic button. I could feel it coming and you just have to like, tell yourself it's going to be fine. And like, it's this weird, weird feeling. And it gets, it gets less and less of that as you do it a lot. But I got through and I got off stage and rich Williams, I was like, Hey man, like, how did I do? And he's like, bro, he's like, you know what I love about open mics? He's like, I'm either laughing with you or I'm laughing at you. (laughs) I was like, rich, how did I do? (laughs) That's all he gave me. I was like, all right. (laughs) So I went back and watched it and it's slowly gotten worse and worse. The better I get, but uh, but it wasn't, you know, I'm sure the hard part is trying not to talk too fast. That's a big one. That's a, yeah, you are compelled to hurry through it. Yeah. Cause then you're like, Oh shit, I just finished everything. I still got two minutes left of time. Yeah. Or remembering like not slipping over a joke. Jesse actually did that at the, at the show. Uh, Did he, or did he pretend to, he missed the joke. He missed part of it. He didn't play it into it. Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah. He's like, because he does one thing where he pretends he blames someone for messing up his joke, but this no, he said different. a joke. He's like, 
He oh. forgot to tell the pre like, joke. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, that yeah, joke. He's yeah like, it doesn't land the same. You don't have the setup. Yeah, yeah. he's like, and then Dang. somebody somebody yelled out callback, and then it was like everybody died laughing. Yeah, oh, it's so yeah. I didn't <laughs> even know what a, I didn't know and, what a callback he was. Until literally, I died a bit. he didn't like he, he'll go mean? right through that. It doesn't bother him at all. What was it mean? Like if a we were back? if yeah. we were to make a, a joke about uh, someone's last name having a D on it, it would be a callback okay. to what happened earlier. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, you, okay. You oh, keep, I got you. I got it's you. It's like a freebie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He because he cracked up at that. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> dude, that guy was that guy worked the crowd. Too. He, he went for like so he good. went for like fifty minutes. Yeah, and I, it was funny the whole time. So when I he was so I, I I was one of the things I was gonna I was trying to see if this was part of it. He kept saying, you know what? I'm not going to stop. Everybody's wanting me to leave. I mean, did, they, did were the people there, they really don't want you to leave. No. I mean, he's got definitely like the wait staff wants to go home and, okay. and the improv does have a time that they want to shut down and let, let their employees go. Um, but he's not, he's never pushing anyone's buttons with that. Like him, you know, they're, that's, they're, a, that's all just sort of like, like sort more, of an more, encore more. feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 keep going. Like, all right, fine. He, I mean, but he's got, he's I got had a time. couple hours left. He could have kept going. Hey, yeah. one, one of my favorite parts is at the very beginning of the show. And then Ben Daniel was telling us the story about his girlfriend, about the, about <laughs> the, the sweet tea, the sweet oh, tea. Oh yeah. The sweet yeah, yeah. Tea. That's a and, callback. And so he, so he comes up, he comes off, he's walking off stage. He's a big old tall guy. Jesse's on there. Hey, give it up, Ben Daniel. I met him three years ago, and I brought his ex girlfriend a sweet tea. And dude, dude, crushed. He just turned around and like flipped him off. And dude, it was the funniest shit I, ever. I mean, so so like, stuff like that was that planned? One hundred percent. They've he's done that at a thousand shows. <laughs> okay, and it kills every time. Every time. Yeah. See, every, see but in my feels, mind, I'm like, man, that was really witty. I know, it was I so know. quick, but it's just that's the last best night, performance. I will say though, last night he did the same thing with Stacy. Um, she was on the show last night, the Keenan Presents show, and she had this this joke about um, you know having sex with some guy at school, and she was looking like the ceiling of the high school ceiling. So he comes out coughing, and he's like, "Sorry guys, I was in the back room with Stacy. My mouth looks like the ceiling of the high school ceiling." So he like he's good at doing that on the fly, also. Yeah. But the ones that stick. He just keeps them. That one with Ben was freaking yeah, fun. It was so yeah. good. I get with Ben. I met him three years ago. I brought his girlfriend a sweet tea. I literally <laughs> thought he just made that up. So good, but it, that's man. That's the show. That's, that's why it's performance, fun. man. And and he could he could have said it in a way that isn't convincing. But that's the showmanship of it. Is he says it that sounded like it's off, off the, cuff. the cuff. Exactly. It sounded yeah. And that's I'm, the magic. Yeah. That you kind of don't re- appreciate until you sort of that's see. That's what how makes it, you respect these guys, right? Because like. Man, that's just funny. A thousand shows. A thousand. He said it took over ten He's years, right? I think he said it. over ten years. Uh, I thought he maybe. I mean, it, what? How does that look like in somebody's personal life? They don't have one, probably. I mean, a thousand shows. You're talking over ten years. I mean, that's a lot of travel. He's, he's got a Mercedes bus. I mean, he does it right. He knows what he's doing. He's got a Mercedes bus that he travels around with. Um, and he's hooked up with like Chad Prather and Zach Rushing and a bunch of these yeah, guys. And so he'll he'll get booked for like a sixteen twenty. That's what he said that night. He got another tour. Yeah, so he gets booked out like years in advance, and then he fills everything in in between that. That's crazy. Yeah, he's doing really well. So that's all. You think he, comedians don't make money? He makes money. Yeah, he's he's got the business and the comedy. Oh, no. So what's your? So you started that. You did your open mic. So what was? So what was your like? Okay. What's my next thing? I'm going to do this or not? Yeah. So you go from the open mics to sort of getting to know people, um, learning who to take advice from and who not to, you know, because you're like, I think everyone knows the answers. And then you're like, "Mm, not everyone knows the answers. Um, And I 
kind of quickly, about six, seven months into it, I quickly got into doing my own show because I was just like, I know digital marketing. You know, I can, I can, I can throw an event. I can sell tickets, no problem. And so what I did was I found a venue in Katy called the Santi, real beautiful venue. And uh, we started throwing the Sean Dolan comedy show. And I booked all of the bookers. <laughs> you know, I just, all the guys that booked the shows were my headliners. Doop, 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 doop. So now we have a relationship. You know, I'm paying them to come headline a show. Paid them, you know, 300 bucks to headline, 100 yeah. to feature, 50 to, to open. Sold tickets for 50 bucks for VIP and back. Sold 100, 120, 125 tickets the first show. And I was like, all right. So did seven of those. Um, that kind of got me a reputation. It definitely got Jesse's, uh, attention and that's where he was one of my headliners and we sort of hooked up and started doing shows together. Um, and, and, you know, promoting those shows, I started doing, I, you know, William Hung, no, oh, yeah. yeah. So I paid him forty bucks to do a promo video for me. <laughs> there you go, a little cameo. <laughs> oh baby, what's your moves? <laughs> he did the he did the song and everything. It was like forty dollars. I was like, oh, I did it on. I think it was on cameo. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then, um, and then Jesse, um, I think it was Jesse booked me for my first Houston Improv show. And look, he'll you know, I'm not the funniest guy he could put on the show, but I'm the best marketer. Right, so who are you going to well, book? I see yeah. even your social media. He, y'all were talking. He's like, he, you had cameras there. You were doing your oh, thing. Oh yeah, no, I bring the cam- I bring the cameras in. I pay for them to get there, and then the guys kind of negotiate. Like since they're there already, you yeah. know, and they, they give them a pretty decent rate, um, and that's fine to me because they got to be there anyway for me. So happy to. And then a lot of times I'll film the whole show and I'll just give everyone. You know, a lot of these guys like hundred bucks. I mean, two hundred bucks for to film a show is like that's a lot of money for them. Yeah, you know, they're making. 20 bucks to headline sometimes at, yeah. at different shows around Houston at restaurants. So that's Mag- a tough gig. Mag- it's Magnus, tough. Don't get any ideas. You're, you're pro bono still. <laughs> so that's awesome. so he booked me for my free, first Houston improv show. It was sold out. Um, and then he just kind of kept bringing me along. Uh, Cause he just, you know, he told me that I'm, I'm second to him, the hardest working comedian in Houston and uh, last night, we were even talking about uh, starting a business together and, and booking booking a bunch of shows, That's corporate awesome. events and stuff. Yeah, so well, he's good. He's a good guy. To, uh, seems like to, to partner uh, up with. Hit your hit your wagon too. Yeah, because he's Definitely. got it going. Yeah, he's got a good following. He's real smart about it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he has cool merch too. Like I was seeing, like he had he had a bunch of stuff too, man. Like he was when we were leaving, he totally. had that he had that shirt. He was gonna do the five hundred dollars <laughs> shirt. He was gonna sign. So I told I tell Dale, I'm like, I'm gonna buy that shirt. <laughs> Because, you know, it was, half of it was going I to a good it. cause. And right. I'm like, I'm going to buy that shirt. And yeah. then we started walking out. It was a madhouse. The shirt, A, somebody had already bought it. Totally. And two, I've never, there was so many people in one spot waiting on merch. that, And then that one guy that was standing there saying, this is a fire hazard. Yeah. This is, <laughs> that was so awkward. <laughs> Dude, it was that, very awkward. That was the best part, like one yeah. of the best parts of the show. Like he nobody, should have been involved in the show. Yeah, that was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, nobody yeah. listened to him either. <laughs> Yeah, I felt bad for him. And, and like my merch table was literally, right if anyone stopped to buy a shirt for me, they'd be breaking the law. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I picked the wrong yeah. merch table. But he, he, I mean, he kills it on merch. Like sometimes, sometimes he's, you know, he doesn't need to make a ton of money on the show because he kills it at merch. Yeah. You know, he does these big venues and he'll kill it on merch like ridiculous i can't believe it and he got me he got me his shirt guy i got the same shirt guy i posted on facebook i was like hey everybody 
all right, I'm, I'm doing merch now, you know? So if anyone has an idea for merch, 50 bucks, if I use it and I just post it on Facebook and Jesse literally two seconds later, texts me and he's like, F around and find out that's you. I was like, Oh, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on my shirts. Now it's Jesse. He's like, here's my t-shirt guy. This is how much he'll, co- he'll cost you. He's like, get a tablecloth. He's like, do this, get a mannequin, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's the whole thing. I mean, he's, he's Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, awesome. So we need to learn how to sell some merch. Yeah, no that, yeah. that ain't easy. I mean, you know, well, it'd be it's diff- easy I mean, when you have a the, huge well, group of people you're there, out. yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're there, but I'm when you got people there, they want to support you, and that's another way to support yeah. you yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. And, uh, but it's all about the presentation, and he does a really good job. It, that shirt, he sells five hundred dollars shirt at almost every show. <laughs> Just an extra five hundred bucks. Well, yeah, <laughs> if it yeah. wouldn't have been crowded, I'd have had one. Totally. That was a, it. Was a cool shirt. I mean, I wouldn't have worn it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is. I mean, it's a, it's a cool idea. It's like the shirt he wore in the show. Yeah. Cool. You know, it's there's something important there. So. Yeah, but that's how he thinks. Like he's always finding the value. It's, it's, like, it's like game. It's show. like game worn. Exactly. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. you got to think if somebody was a big fan of his, and it's this thousand show, which is a big deal. That's right. That's a it's good a special one. one. That's a good one it's, to buy. It's a really good story. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're like a proctologist gloves. Like here, in a game worn. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes. That'd be huge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm in marketing too. I love that's where he went. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, hell yeah. It's game warm, baby. Bonds and butt stuff. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. That's not true. That is not true. Mind your business. <laughs> so, uh, so hey, so I, I want to get to this because this is one of the things how I found you. Yeah. So you have this story. Yeah. About your son being bullied at school, mm-hmm. school, and so uh, I was like, man, we got to get you to come. Talk about the story. Yeah. Talk about everything. Because what you text me about it was crazy. Like, the, the aftermath. So, uh, I mean. Please, and, and, and don't break my heart and tell me it's not real. No, it's okay. 100%. Okay. okay, thank God. It's so real. Thank God. And it, and it brings me so much joy every time I think about it. Like, some days I just wake up and I'm like, that's a real story. <laughs> I love that. Good. Uh, all right. I, I, I want you to tell it for, uh, Walk us through for the people here. Yeah. All right. So... <clears throat> If you want to tell the, the thing as your bit. Sure. We, we can start there and then we can go back. Yeah. So um, my son was being bullied in junior high by a teacher's kid and the principal's hands were tied. So I went to the school board to see if the superintendent would help. And at a public school board meeting, the superintendent of KDISD called me a liar so I went home and I did what any reasonable parent would do. <laughs> I ran his doctoral dissertation through a plagiarism checker. <laughs> and nine days later, he announced the abrupt end of his 30 year career in public <laughs> education. <laughs> cause, uh, cause I got time, yeah. you know, <laughs> like fuck around and find out how much time I have. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly felt bad as I watched his career end and his reputation ruined. Uh, I felt bad that I never bullied anyone before. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's the best. Um, but I don't dwell on it anymore. It happened a few years ago. I'm past it. But if you guys were interested in learning more, I guess you could go to www.superintendentbully.com, buy some merch, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on TikTok. 
<laughs> dude, it's so funny. It was like so good. Yeah, dude, I was so glad to hear that. Like such a funny story. That's why I was like, dude, like I want to hear more of this. Yeah. So okay, so you're what do you so, want to know? Yeah, it's so, a long story, so it's always hard for me to like. Yeah, let's, yeah. I guess we just got, might have some questions. Yeah, so it was, it was, I mean, I, I guess it, it all goes back to you know just kind of shorten the simple form of it. Someone was being bullied. Yeah, you like any parent went to the school complain. Obviously, nothing happens. We got to play both sides of the card. Blah blah blah. Right. Blah. And then finally it happened. So, so what was the aftermath? So let's like let's say okay, fast forward past that. What what happened? Um. Well. So, let me back up. Okay. If that's all right. Okay. So, I go to the school board <laughs> for the first time, and I'm like, "Hey guys, uh, I've got I've seen these issues." And Park the Parkland shooting had just happened. Oh wow! And I was seeing this pattern with uh, my son where they were they were just. They were just missing things. So our oldest stepson had passed away, and our uh, my, my second youngest son, we took him out for bereavement, went to the funeral, came back, and some kid at school was making fun of him, calling him retarded, and his his older brother was retarded, and so it just this instance happened, and uh, my stepson lashed out at the kid, and so they they just came down on him so hard. And we got in there and we're talking to the counselor and the counselor's like, is there anything going on at home that might be causing him problems? And I'm like, yeah, where, <laughs> what? like, where are you guys? You know? Yeah. And so like, it was the first time I'm a stepdad coming in. It's the first time I'd had a child in elementary school. And I was like, you guys aren't even paying attention. I yeah. mean, like yeah. to me, if someone puts bereavement on the attendance, like things should happen, yeah. you know? And so this Parkland kid, it was like, he, his mom died and the way he dealt with it was he went to the high school that he didn't even attend. He just went to the entity of school. That's what he was pissed at. Right. Right. Cause he was bullied and things happened. So it was that over the years, there was a bunch of instances where one of them was, he was punched in the hallway and he defended himself and both kids were punished equally. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't like that. I don't, yeah. what are we teaching our kids? They can't defend themselves. They just, they have to just get hit and take it. Like, yeah. what if they're cornered in a bathroom? Like, what are you, what are we doing? Yeah. And so it was just these things. So I just brought it to their attention and, um, and there's been something recently that had happened as well. And I got nothing. I, I called them. I left voicemails. I spoke at the meeting, not a single phone call, email, nothing. And I was like, so I was like, all right, put my digital marketing hat on, <laughs> put the video online. I got 200,000 views. I was like, maybe I'll get a phone call. And by that 30 days later, they have meetings every month, public that you can speak at. So I went to that second meeting and the moment I walked in the building, they sent me an email like, oh, the problem's back. Take mm -hmm. care of it. They sent me an email and they said they investigated everything that I'd said at the meeting and everything was false. And like they said things like I didn't, I never reached back to the principal. Like I'm, a, I flaked or whatever. I literally, I reached back to where we met. We watched the assault on video in her room. Like all these things happened. I was there. She was there. They didn't investigate anything. They didn't ask me any questions. No phone calls. So it's just such a, so gross. I was like, yeah. Ugh. so I'm getting this paper. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So the night before a guy named Greg Gay had come forward and wanted to share a story that he had had um, an instance uh, when he was younger with the superintendent at the time. He what? did it. He did it, and it went viral. Correct. I watched that. This is the same story. 
Oh my gosh, are you serious? This is the same story. So watch. So he meets me the night before and he says, I've got a story about the superintendent. And I won't tell it if you don't know. So it's more of a surprise. But and he tells me the story. He's like, Do you think it would help? I was like, Yeah, I think that would help. And so he went up, we went up together. We walked in like we didn't know each other, just like strangers, just so I don't know. It was weird. It was just, they were so weird. <laughs> anyway, we walk in. He, um, <clears throat> we sign up. It's random who gets to speak when. We sign up to speak. I go up. I get called up and I say, uh, hey, guys, I, I spoke to you a month ago. I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get an email. I said, you know, I posted the video online, got 200,000 views. I was like, you tell me the number I need to hit to get a phone call because I'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah. I was pissed, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of it, Lance, the superintendent, who I didn't know from anybody, he was just the guy that happened to be the superintendent. No ill feelings towards him, nothing. As I go to sit down, he's like, Mr. Dolan, no, I'll, I'll take care of this. He's like, uh, the son, the, the deceased child that you mentioned, we all know it's difficult to lose a child. Uh, we have no records of that child ever attending KDISD. Oh, and he sits go. back like this and smiles at me. And I was like, can I respond? Because it was so irrelevant. It wasn't about that child. It was about the one in the school that was being bullied about it. So he just, it was just this like obfuscation checkmate move for optics. Mm -hmm. And someone in the crowd yelled like relevance, you know, it's, it's just so confusing. <laughs> and so he sit, he, he sits back just smiling. And then the next person they called was Greg Gay. Oh, and wow. Greg Gay comes up to the pulpit. He goes, my name is Greg Gay. I actually went to middle school with Lance. I was bullied viciously bullied students bullied me coaches bullied me he said one day uh i had my head shoved in the urinal and busted my lip and i laid there in the fetal position while a bunch of kids kicked me he's like i went to the principal's office and they told me that those kids will grow up and change one day and they did nothing he said because nobody in the school district was there to help me this district K that district kdisd yeah. he's like is that how this is going to be referencing me like are you just going to ignore it and then he said, Lance, you were the one that shoved my head in the urinal. And he walked off. Oh. And the oxygen went out of the room. Oh, man. I've seen that clip so many times. And then he goes, and then someone laughed. It's debatable on who laughed, whatever. <laughs> but I saw, I saw Lance, and he was like, he was smirking. Like, he was, you know, anyway. And then, and then Greg goes, you hear in the, uh, in the video, he's like, you don't believe me? Because I have witnesses who were there when it happened. Oh my <laughs> so this guy, Chris Dolan, comes forward. He was actually, you know, he was there in, in the bathroom when it happened, saw it happen. And the whole community knew about this guy. Yeah. So, so the mistake that he, Lance made was he did not, he's like, I don't even remember going to school. I've never, I don't know if, even know if I went to school with this guy. Yearbook, you know, yeah. next day. Yeah. I mean, the community, <laughs> like, you, know, you can't, you can't lie to the internet. They will right. find you. No. you know? And so um, just all of that. And then, this was, uh, this is my life's work at that point. Right. So <laughs> people started messaging me like, well, I got a story about Lance. Well, I got a story about Lance. Well, I got a story about Lance, a sitting criminal court judge in Alabama said that he went to high school, thought he would be in jail by now, watched him throw 25 pound weights at kids in, in gym class. Another guy, a preacher came forward, said that he watched him punch kids in the face and just threaten menacing them in high school. Yeah. Um, a banker comes forward, says that he told Lance to slow down in, in the neighborhood. He was with his girlfriend driving. I wasn't there, but this is what the police report said. Uh, Lance got out of the car, 
confronted the, the father who'd just come home from a date with his wife and broke his rib, dislocated his shoulder and uh, caused bleeding in his brain. He was in a five day coma. Lance was 18 at the time. They let him off football player. So all of us, every two or three days, there's this new news story. And I'm just like getting this, this horrible, these horrible stories and then just feeding them to the news. (laughs) And I'm like, I was so mad. So KDISD responds, Lance responds with this message. He said, um, there's an evil in our community. This is like printed in the local <laughs> rag magazine. There's an evil in our community that is trying to bring down a good man. And despite how much this is destroying our community, I ask that you pray for these individuals. Oh, <laughs> my God. And then they conducted a prayer circle around him. <laughs> 300 people right. praying over him to protect him from me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's flattering, um, first of all. And I'm just sitting there with a video camera like, what is going on, you know? And and so that kind of – so then, like, I'm in the restaurant. People are, like, screaming. I mean, people went nuts in this small town, like nuts. Like, I had – I don't know. It was so weird, the, the reaction. Like, kids couldn't come over to our house because their parents were afraid that the car would be seen in front of our house. Like, that's how crazy it got. And so then I'm sitting there and he's like, he's got the community on his side after all this stuff. And it's like, it's, and it's not about like things from his past or canceling him. It is that he's ignoring the problem. Yeah. And it's because he is the problem. You know what I mean? Like you can't have a a doctor who has a drug problem. You can't, you know, you can't trust a nurse with a drug problem or a a police officer with a theft problem. Like that's your job. (laughs) Right. And so, um, and so I'm sitting there in my office one day. And and I'm like he's they're gonna keep him like there's he's Teflon you know he's good looking guy they love him they're praying over him and then I remembered the first day I went into the school board to speak at the meeting first day I'm a nobody I'm not a threat to them I'm just some parent they don't know why I'm there and the videographer from the school district is talking to me about this production they're trying to do for the big, uh, some galas for the gala for the teachers. And they're trying to time this where he's talking to himself on the video, classic narcissist. Um, (laughs) he's like, so he's got like a video screen of him up there. And anyway, it's, you know, cute little thing back and forth with himself. And, and he, he was like, I was telling the big guy, that's what we call him. I was telling the big guy that I don't know if we can pull it off. Mr. Hint. And he said, Mr. Hint turned to me and said, look, son, if I can write my doctoral dissertation in three months, we can do this. He was bragging Uh, (laughs) about how quickly. So I'm sitting there in my office and I'm like, three months. (laughs) Seems a little, (laughs) seems a little quick. Unless you copy and paste. And then I, and then I, it's real quick. It's like three or four control V's and you're done. And so I, this copy leaks is like 30 bucks. I ran it through and just like 78% match to this, this dissertation written four years earlier at Liberty university. They changed two words in the title. (laughs) I mean, the title was like almost the same. So so when did he get hit? 2014. (laughs) This wasn't way back. So recent. So he's, he's an idiot. Totally. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, you know, do it back in '98 and then get it over with, retire, and then even if you get fired, you're good. It's too late. Yeah. Now you can't do that. And and so, University of Houston purchased a subscription to Turnitin.com in like 2010. Four years after that, 
look, I don't know how it happens. I, I have to believe someone wrote it for him. He paid someone. I have to believe it. I mean, nobody's that crazy to knowingly submit. Yeah. No. Because at that time, did, he was, he was either a principal or, or a, a superintendent, but he was heading his, he was on track to yeah. be superintendent. So it's like, I don't know how you sleep at night knowing that's sitting there. So I have to believe he's not that insane that he could just sleep at night knowing it's a landmine waiting for someone to come across no and way. brag about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think he, I, I, I'm speculating, but I think he paid, he probably paid someone, trusted him, and he didn't they pay just, enough. I, I mean, I, <laughs> he web. went cheap. <laughs> when I was in college, I, you know, I used those services that if I had a long paper due and I wanted to, you know, go party yeah. or something, I would use somebody, but, you know, at least they cited their sources. Oh, no. <laughs> this whole. <laughs> This whole and like even even the data even the numbers from the the data was copied over. They copied the data, so it's like coincidentally the exact same numbers in a different study. It was oh, so bad. No. So I I I'm sitting in my office and I run it. And you got to remember, like this guy was Teflon, and I was like, oh, it was just the best moment. <laughs> I was like, it's a dead like I found a dead body yeah. and he killed him. You know what I mean? So it was so just heart was just a beautiful moment. And oh, so I, I messaged the school board and I said, you guys have three days. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, you want to play a game? you like, yeah. TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I was like, you have three oh, days. Shit. I was like, I don't want to bring shame to U of H. Don't want to bring shame to KDISD. You have three days, 72 hours. And they did not respond to me. I, I, I got their phone numbers. I texted them. They got the message. And uh, then I went on Fox 26 and boom. <laughs> Nine days Dude. later, nine days later, he's like, it's become untenable in this community. The, the, the evil the, got me. The lies about me. And I'm just like, this guy just pushed through it. And for a year and a half, <clears throat> it took University of Houston a year and a half to investigate a 300-page dissertation. They called me up there three different times. They're asking me all these questions like, so why exactly did you search it? Who cares? It like, doesn't matter. It was just such a weird thing. Like, petty. Even, yeah, so petty. I got I, time. You know how much time I, I got? I got so much time. But, they, you know, so I, just could, I just felt, it was just so, it just felt gross. Like, they're missing the whole point. Like, yeah. it's, you know. So, oh, shit. finally, after like a year and year and a couple months, I was like, I'd had enough because it's like, even people in the community, you'd be surprised how many people don't look at evidence. They just, they just hear something. Oh, yeah. The president, I mean, yeah, it's called the media. Oh, it's yeah. an every human. Yeah, it's so common. And these, so like the president of the school board said in the Houston Chronicle, literally, there are no, there's no truth to Dolan's allegations. Like, okay. Wow. So everyone, yeah, it's powerful. And people, end of story. Why yeah. would she say that if it's not true? So for a year and a half, all these people think I just made this up. Like, what a horrible person just to, like, make up plagiarism. Yeah. It's a bold move. Yeah. Bold move. It's pretty solid. Yeah. And so um, I, I, I had enough, and I, I went and spoke at the uh, Board of Regents meeting. Tillman Fertitta's there. And it was kind of weird because, like, I, I walked up to the podium, and I don't think they ever had parents show up. I mean, this is all, like, high-level University of Houston, like, fancy stuff. and. I come up and I was like, and I get up and Tillman Fertitta goes, he's like, Mr. Dolan, it's good to see you again. So apparently he'd done his research. I worked for him at like a rainforest cafe <laughs> 20 years before. So like, I think once I walked in, like I was a person of interest and, and anyway, so I, I just begged him to finish the investigation. Can we just end this? Like, just be an example to all the kids in school, teach them that this is not right. This is, you don't want them to do this and then get busted later. Can we just do the right thing? And within 30 days, they finished the investigation and they pulled his dissertation. They quoted FERPA. They're not allowed to say why, but the only three things was like copyright, plagiarism, or falsification of data. None of those look great. So that's where we ended. 
So have you seen oh, him shit. since? Um, he came he out gave, like he gave us Orly yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why my lips busted. <laughs> he um, he actually. So I ran for school board because I was just pissed. you had an ambition and you had some time. You like the, I had you're so like, much. You like the rock and walking tall. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> like, around, I'm gonna keep two going. Two four. Yeah, and so um. He came. He came to this little event and endorsed the people running against me, which is again a bold move. Like, Dude, I love it. After he's been, <laughs> and they're like taking his endorsement. Like it's just so weird. It's just bizarre. Man of honor. Just keep walking. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. It's like that uh, the meme with the dog with the fire in the yeah, back. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I support these people. It's so weird. So you ran for Nothing school. Nothing gets yeah. I just support these people. <laughs> My yeah. God, what else do you do? Um, <laughs> you run for school board. I don't do that anymore. That wasn't fun. That was weird, man. That's, that's got to be tough. Weird. That's got to be tough. Because yeah. like, when you're threatening with being a voting member on a school board, they get... I had... So I had... You know Wayne Dulcifino? Dul- Wayne Dulcifino, yeah. Dulcifino. Do you? Oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> Wayne, <laughs> Wayne was paid $15,000 to investigate me. The school paid him, public yeah. record... $15,000 to go through all my Twitter followers, social media people, interview them. I suspect looking for dirt, looking for something compromising that they could use. Wow. After he got his check, he called me up and we went to breakfast. Then he told me all about it. He's the greatest guy. So nice. So what is he? That's what he's... He's an he's a investigator. He's okay. A, yeah, that's all he does. He's, he, he investigates. Yeah. So... Like, so he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I told him they, you know, should have ignored you, but they didn't listen to me. But for fifteen grand, I'll look at your followers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I, I think I'm a big fan of his. And his son, his son ran for office, and I'm, that's I'm a hilarious. Huge fan. But yeah, it's just so funny. It's like he's just, it's just his job. Like I didn't take any offense to it. It was so funny, yeah. like meeting my best kidder. But then they sent another guy who just sat down on me and my ex-wife at breakfast. Like very intimidating. Just sat down in the middle of breakfast at Snappy's little greasy spoon and Katie. Oh yeah. And sits down and just starts peppering me with questions. And like and I started recording because I got real uncomfortable. And um I went outside and like I checked under my car for like listening devices. Like I was oh, I was sh- panicked. Like it's so weird. Dude, you got deep. I know. In Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being high, like in real, a real city? You know, like a big. Ah, I mean, it's your, car, your car blew up on morning. Uh, oh, for sure. Honestly, and this, Gave me a taste, and this is 100% opinion. Yeah. I feel that this was a deal because it was Katie. I bet this stuff right. happens all the time oh, in Houston. Everywhere. Yeah. I, but you know what? The, the, the spectrum of the amount of people that are in there, it's just, you know, it's one little thing. It gets yeah. lost in the shuffle. You get cities like, you know, Katy and, you know, League City. And, yeah. You know, they're all, they want to be these high class, you know, totally. let's do everything. There's right, a lot of money on the line. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of architects, oh, builders, real estate. There's yeah. a lot of money. And so they, and they need to protect it in their image. I think that's what I started to f- figure out is it's the image. The real estate. When you start messing with that, oh yeah, you got some big yeah, people that get, that get woken up and involved. They're kind of yeah. prestigious. They they, yeah. they 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 act. You think about it. It's a yeah for sports and everything. Yeah, and my, my you know my youngest son is in Katy, and he has amazing teachers. Had amazing elementary school, amazing junior high. Um, it's not the teachers. It's not at the teacher level. It's, right. it's most of the administrators are great. It's once you get up into the really top heavy uh, po- district administrators, the is, political is, positions. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it gets gross. And, and I even like a lot of the teachers <clears throat> kind of pulled me aside and were like, Hey, like we're not them. And I was like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and it, it took me a while to kind of separate that, but that's a, that's an important distinction. 
they're great. They're great schools when they're left alone. Yeah. But whenever the district kind of gets involved, that's when it gets teachers messy. are handcuffed. I mean, exactly. We all know that. And that's why that's why the principal's hands were tied. That's yeah. Why, that's why I had to go to the school board because yeah. he wished he could help, but he couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So. When you get Lance on here, get his side of the story for sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, for oh, sure. if you're okay with that, we will absolutely do thousand him. percent. I got so I took a school board member. So they they voted me a thousand percent, guys. They they uh, so they oh the other thing they did at the meeting where he resigned nine days after I published you know went to the news with the plagiarism. They announced that this the board uh, they moved to. Um, pursue a defamation lawsuit against me that's how bold they were and and i think they knew that u of h would take so long that they would just yeah. kind of die out but they and, and i literally like almost Did, shit my pants because oh, i was good. like how does insurance work with that yeah. <laughs> like, umbrella insurance what is, deductible? exactly yeah that was my first thought like <laughs> My wife's gonna be pissed. <laughs> this is really this the, is jokes, be a bad go, time. the jokes go long enough, Sean. Because I gave them because I gave them the money. I gave them the taxes to sue me with. Like they got so much money, like, they're yeah. gonna win this war of attrition. I will lose a hundred percent. So, uh, so it was a moment of panic and it's crazy. I got this random phone call the next day because it was in the news. I found out about it because a reporter called me. Like, what do you think about the defamation lawsuit? And I was like, what? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone too far. <laughs> the time really got me this time. Yeah. I need to get a different hobby. Um, this lady calls me and she's like, hi, I'm whatever her name was. I forget. And I was like, okay, hi. She was like, so um, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that um, I am the author of, I'm, I'm here in the, in the legislature. She was at the, 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 the Capitol. Austin, I just want to let you know that I wrote the anti-slap law, which protects people like you. And if you weren't aware of it, it they can't sue you. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> it's like an angel just showed up and like relieved me. Of, like, of and she just insight. found my number. It was the weirdest thing. Dude, but it's like, a, and she, a, what, like a saint. What a like, blessing. I love her. Who yeah. I forget her name. I you could have been, been a Daryl Spiral. Oh my God. Out. I was freaking out. I just random phone call. I was I mean, like, hey, I mean, hey I mean, psst, you're good. This is over a course of what? Two years? Um, the majority of it was like 2018, February, March to like May, June. See, I would have died yeah. right in March. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 18. Yeah. Like I would have been, I would have been so anxious about yeah, everything no, going it was, on. Yeah, oh, I was God. not, I was not healthy. I mean, it was like a lot of stress. I mean, it was just crazy. It kind of consumed your life though. Yeah. But it's like when the moment you say something and they say you're lying, yeah. it's like, well, shit. Now, now I'm, they think I'm the liar. And so if I you don't to, continue, you're yeah, the liar. Exactly. And, yeah. if, and if I didn't keep pushing, it would have been this just. It's weird. Well, it's he like could have kept doing this to another, another kid, another family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that's the story. It's real, yeah. real. Yeah, we'll DM him and see if you're lying. Yeah, for sure. That's got a lot. Of, that's got a lot of layers. One hundred percent. He went. He went dead silent for like. I mean, I heard. I already moved somewhere. I won't say where, but. No, we'll get him on. We'll get him on Riverside. Oh my god! When, when when we push pause, tell us where he's at. We'll go there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do remote. I yeah, we can podcast in his front yard. I don't care. Dude, yeah. He would totally bully Vaughn. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, me, oh, me and Greg, me and Greg got together the other day because I was I, his story blew up on TikTok like two days ago. It's got okay. like one point five million views right now of, I, of him i, I could have said i swear i've seen that yeah probably it's crazy and so and people were like oh my god what's greg doing and i was like 
I don't know. Hey, Greg, what are you doing? <laughs> so I went over to his house and we did like a live uh, TikTok. It was kind of cool. <laughs> and he was just answering questions, telling the story. I put his Venmo up. People sent him money. It was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. But like he had his story resonated with so many people. Oh, I bet. I mean, he had, people, he had like women in Saudi Arabia contacting him. I mean, just wow. like like that got far. And like just talking about the bullying they've been through and people in China and India. Like he had people from everywhere, all walks yeah. of life reaching out to him. Just like it, the story touched him. So it's kind of cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Golly. You uncovered a lot. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking like, who's got dirt on me? <laughs> I, was, I had a little streak in my mind where I was, where I was, yeah. when I was younger, I was a little bully, but I wasn't like physical. You know, I, I mean, had like to touch people. Did you put someone in a coma? I think you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was a swirly this one. And he time. almost was, he was, that, none of that mattered. Yeah. <laughs> like now he would have been fine. It's just the plagiarism that got him. Yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> I, that, I love that. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. But you so know what? I, and the good news is too, as I bet, even just in the city or worldwide, I mean, people are going to be like, well, maybe I shouldn't uh, do what that guy did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially with, I mean, the internet and everything well, being public. How many, you don't, you don't how want many to mess anybody's kids AI. because you don't know what a parent will, will yeah. go to the depths of what we know now right. to get yeah. your, your message across. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would much less go into the middle of a, a live firefight in Afghanistan than go around a bunch of moms who you've just picked on their kids. Or dads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, at least I got a chance in Afghanistan. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many uh, teachers or not or doctors or anybody that's done a dissertation is like, oh man, I know that I have For a little sure. copy there. I got to sure. take mine away. You know, it's, it's interesting because, like, after um, at some point, at some point in in my obsession, I where they weren't listening and they weren't responding to U of H wasn't responding. I was like, all right, I'll find some more. So, oh no. Like, like if you're not going to, cause they stopped you're responding next. to the investigation. Like yeah. I was involved. They updated me and then they just went silent. And I was like, you guys are not going to go silent on this. Like they think I'm lying. I need you to clear this up. And so I, I you know, and at that, I don't know if they did this before, but all of a sudden from my perspective, I didn't notice it before, but they, they wouldn't let you download the dissertations. You had to go in person into a room and you couldn't take them with you. Oh my! So God. You can only open them. It's only taking pictures of them. You know? Wow! Yeah. So I don't know. So they're, so they're kind of locking so them down. So you're basically the cause of the teacher shortage. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Dude, it's no problem. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's that's all, dude. That's a really cool story. I mean, that is. I, I was I, I was like I heard the story right, and I thought that was part of the bit. And I'm like, there's going to be some truth to it. But yeah. I didn't think that it was a hundred percent true. Down to the nine days. That's great comedy, dude. Days. I love that. Yeah. So that. So that. I mean, it sucks for your year kid. and a half I'm of my life is like a minute forty-five joke. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's... But he, he never had a problem. Never again. Okay, good. Class president got accepted to Yale. Killed it. Crushed school. Got accepted to Yale. Yeah. Not a single problem ever since. And my other son never had a problem. I just and all the teachers are. I mean, not the teachers, but like the administrators are so nice. That's so good. good. I'm not saying they wouldn't have been good, but I feel like my son is the safest son at school. I just, yeah. I just have a really good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, Dolan's kid. Yeah, don't. And I'm so nice. Like I'm so nice. Don't dick around with Dolan's. Can he I, wear his? Can he wear that shirt to school? They he, approved it. My son cannot. No, I, I leave. I definitely don't bring my comedy into the school. <laughs> that is awesome. Going but, to Yale. Wow, that's yeah, it's impressive. No hope, kidding. Hope my kid can go to San Jack. I didn't go to college. 
I tried. It's it's not all that cool. Yeah. yeah. Unless you go to Yale. It's, it's different. cool. Yeah. 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 So Just what's say it? So what's the furthest? I guess we'll talk more about the comedy. What's yep. the furthest you've traveled for a show? Like we're. Uh, so I went up to Dallas to speak at a digital marketing conference. I seen that on, on online. Okay, you, one of your jokes. You had some, I guess, some little reels from that. Yeah, and while I was there, I found my way into. I actually invited the Houston Improv digital marketing team to come to the conference. I paid for one of them to come to the conference. Like, hey, come to the conference because I I would like to get their business, you know, on because that would help my comedy and yeah. my business. And uh, they sent one of their guys and took him around all day. And um, so then they booked me on the Addison Improv. Like, all right, so just a little back and forth, help each other. That was cool. Uh, so I performed at the Addison Improv. And then um, I'm going to Navasota this Saturday uh, for a show with Nick Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of, uh, I, I guess I didn't realize the business background of it all. Like, In what way? Like, you know, you have when you go and you see a stand-up comedian, you think their marketing is because they're funny, and then everybody else will say how funny this guy is, and they'll get booked. It's there, not like that at there's all. There's hilarious comedians in Houston that they just not, can't figure not, it out. They're not getting what they deserve. They're just not. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, and I and I every chance I get when I book a show, like I I book the funniest person because I don't need them to sell tickets. Like I I take care of that. Yeah. So it kind of works out because I I do pick the funny guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just a few shows here and there, but, um, yeah, no, that's definitely, it's, I mean, McDonald's is not the best hamburger. It's horrible. It's just the most actually. popular. Yeah. It's marketing. <laughs> I'm like the McDonald's brand economy, recognition, man. but that filet of fish is so good. So what's, <laughs> so what's your, what's your day job? What do you, uh, I run a digital marketing agency. Okay. We, we run Google ads, Facebook ads, social media ads. So I was with uh, Pittsburgh Steeler for a few years, did all their pro shop, uh, selling on, on Google. Um, and uh, we do a lot of online e-commerce, a lot of lead gen for attorneys. And nice. one of my clients is a whistleblower attorney. So kind of helped, you know, yeah, in Lee. line with what I was doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to use your resources. Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> this company's called Pushfire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good Push. friend of mine's in digital marketing. Yeah. Cool. What's yeah. Fountain Forward is the name of his company. Yeah, comedy's not paying my bills. You know, I, I I would think that that's one of those jobs where there's so much of it that it's kind of saturated that just the one percent wins. I mean, you know, I would think that money in it is yeah a long time coming. It's not overnight. For sure. The good thing is you can have you can go viral on social media from just one clip. Yeah, and that can make a difference in getting booked. I'm sure, huh? Yeah, I think. I think that's why I'm in Navasota this Saturday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, yeah. I've seen, um, that's yeah, why I'm here. I've know, seen you post some, some other things that you've had some stuff uh, going viral. Like you had some big ones like starting to hit on uh, yeah, TikTok. I, I, seen I did the uh, superintendent joke. And what's interesting is I posted the superintendent joke as you guys saw it. Yep. From start to finish. Yeah. 7,000 views. And then I talked with a guy named Darren who has been doing TikTok for a long time. And he's like, you got to cut it down. And he showed me this video that he posted of a skateboard. And it was like seven seconds long. And the skateboard at the end kind of drifts off camera, which makes sense. And he got like 10,000 views. And then he took one second off of the end of the video and it got 700,000 views. And he just looked at where the attention dropped 
and he just cut it out of the video. So the skateboard lands, and that's the end. So now everyone watched all of it, and the algorithm took it off. So I literally was like, thank you, Darren. I took my comedy. I took out all the unnecessary words. I took out all the laughter. Because you think like, oh, you need the laughter. Like, that's, that's how they know it's funny. No, they know it's funny. Yeah. Without the, I was like, oh. So I just dawned on me, took the laughter out, crunched it together, looked at Matt Reif, made sure it was the same. <laughs> and, then, and then I literally posted it, and it was, I mean, it took off. And it was at a million in like 24 hours. You listen to that, Magnus? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's just that, just yeah. tightening it up. Because we're making reels and stuff in the show. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we're trying to, like, there's some that <clears throat> do well, then some that don't do as well. And it's just. Yeah. And it's hard because this is a very laid back sort of yeah. casual. So, that's, that is tricky to kind of get that into these snippets. But I'm just kind of figuring out that stuff. Yeah. We did a lot of YouTube, we do a lot of commercial shoots for clients. And, um, and so we're used to that, but TikTok something new. I'm kind of figuring out. It's interesting. Yes, man. The algorithm is so crazy too, because it really based on the person too. Yeah. But then, and who your audience is hash. now that you've collected them. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm kind of doing comedy, but but what's working is this social justice revenge porn. And so I'm like, <laughs> mm. my favorite. So I like, I try to do something funny, and they're like, nah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta. Do- yeah. get Greg and do a video. You know, like, everybody's that's what be, they want. Everybody's yeah. got to be back to do a corner. Why hey, can't we just do everything? Just you know? show up to random town halls for uh, school board meetings and just go. And start lying now. Like, you told the truth already. Now you can lie. Yeah, he right. plagiarized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got him. End of video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I go with that, but it's, Dude, that's, it's fun. That's awesome. That's a cool story. I mean, it could be something, you know, the F around and find out. I'm thinking it could be, like, I find... Um, the underdogs that like win, you yeah. know, and just commentary, real quick commentary, like check this out. I don't know. We'll see. So the F around and come out and find or F around and find out that was, you originated that one? No. Oh, okay. I was, I was six to say, I was like, golly, I, no. that thing's hugely popular. No, it's, it's all over. Yeah. It's, I'm not trademarking it. Or it's, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to sell some merch, bro. Yeah. I mean, it'd be funny if I did pretend like it was mine, just the irony of it. Then you'd be like, oh, he plays wrestling. Exactly. <laughs> so we're basically, I mean, we're going to say you actually did. So like this whole thing we're editing out and then we're going to say you did it. Yeah. 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 You want to do another take? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, I so, invented <laughs> fuck around and find out. Did you? Yeah. Really? Look at the, yeah, he looked mm-hmm. at the camera and said it. It's true. That yeah. is awesome. It's my original. <laughs> I was the first one to say it. That is really good. Yeah. I thought that little R meant by the shirt. Yeah. The, the trademark. Yep. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's such a small world. I know. God. So many things lining up in this interview. Living it's bizarre. In this little oh, old real. Katie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, this is gonna be so good. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good. We're gonna have, we're gonna make so many reels out of that I right there. It. That's hilarious. <laughs> you invented man. fuck around and find out. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. And then we made it popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. It's awesome, oh, man. I, I, I guess real, I, I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, but yeah. going back to you saying you booked a date. Yeah. Like all right now, so that's kind of how we started this podcast. I love it. We're like, we can't. I. I I've been wanting to start a podcast, and then one day I was telling him, I was like, man, I want to start a podcast. He's like, I'd be down to do it. I'm like, all right. So we started just kind of just bullshitting about it. Yeah. He was like, oh, we could name it. I don't know. that. We'd kick things back around. <laughs> I love the name. And then finally, somebody, he was like, all right, dude, we got to put a date down. 
yeah. and say, we're going to be on air by this date. I'm like, all yes. right. So we put a date down. We're like, <laughs> now we need lights. I'm like, crap. Now we need microphones all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. So we put a date down. We're like, all July right, crap, 24th. It's getting close. Love so it. we bought. A, a, another set we bought a set of mics and we sat in my upstairs bedroom because it was quiet yeah and sat around like a guest bed and just i love it talked you know and we do a little, we do a little teaser and then uh we're like hey get ready next week we're gonna start putting out episodes every week we're like oh shit so and we've been doing every week since how fulfilling July is it to 24th. create something of your own oh, it's, it's, it's unreal it's the best I mean, it's, it's so not me like really the, the creative portion of you know electronics and all this none of that's me i had no social media until so 26 weeks media. ago yeah awesome so <laughs> I, was, I was literally i was lost you couldn't find my dissertation online. Yeah. none of that none stuff. of that yeah. yeah and you know Smart. that part has gone to where now i look at stuff and i'm like I've learned so much from week one yeah. to, to what it is now of how impactful like the social media goes. Like he does all the posting. Totally. Luckily, stuff. luckily, I did it for years because from the show, and then we have a following, so yeah. we we're always trying to keep up put content out. So that helped. And then mm-hmm. I have a good thing. I have a blue check that helps some validity of yeah. You mess with somebody like oh shit he's somebody, yeah. and then you kind of it helps. So I've reached out to a ton of people. I've got a lot of uh like hell. Last week we had the semi stupid guy. I don't know if you've seen him. Yeah, he I, I listened to that pot. That so episode. he he's a super cool dude. His so videos funny. are funny, man. Yeah, he's hilarious. And so I saw the Varsity Blues one. Yeah, that's a great one. So <laughs> so like so those are so good. But like so I've had people that I've interacted with mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have got to before. Totally. So now I'm just using no, that. Like opens doors. So we have a following. Yeah. So we kind of just uh, how fun is that? We took advantage. Yeah, it's so fun. It's not hard, dude. No. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we just so man. Luckily, we had a lot of people that helped us out. Like my brother-in-law, won. Adam is like digital media. I mean, he's got a yeah. YouTube channel that's <clears throat> crazy followers. But they, he he makes studio quality content for his YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, he can Magnus can tell you he's seen it. I mean, dude. So he's so we already started. Like I, I said, hey. We started a podcast. He go, oh, really? I said, yeah, I need your help with it. I was like, what do you need? Well, here's my first episode. I need your help produce it. I yeah. need you to make this, this, and this. And he did it like that it. quick. Yeah. So we're like, we, we pretty much started out looking and professional. We had that stepbrothers totally. pick. Of course. We had, yeah. we had it produced sounding good. And then we've met people along the way that helped. They had the bison injury guys. They helped making stuff happen. And it then, shows. Uh, it shows how much effort you're putting into it. So yeah, when someone like we gets pitched by you. They're like, "Oh, these guys are for real." Yeah, yeah. they have all the all the signals. And yeah. so then we met. Uh, I and met it speeds things up. Magnus. Yeah, I met Magnus too. My brother-in-law, and uh, mm-hmm. he he's doing like so. He's on helping us doing video and helping us out and producing the show. So we've done a good. We've been like saying using your resources. Yeah, like we've done a lot of that. Uh, just the people you know. Yeah, and it's just. I feel like fun. when you kind of stick your neck out there and do something original and for yourself yeah. that's uniquely you people want to help yeah, yeah. Well, i've noticed what, that with my comedy i mean my friends family i mean I, people i don't even like acquaintances of mine are like coming to shows you yeah. know like they want to see you succeed yeah yeah, yeah just give them an opportunity to help and they're there it's yeah cool we, so we've been lucky with that man and that's what's been it's been fun like i said we're just trying to uh make it better and trying to get something that kind of they'll take off you know the yeah. good thing is we've and we've done 20... 28, 29, 28. No, this will be 28. We've had 26 episodes published so far. Yeah. We have over like 50-something thousand downloads. And like... I love it. It's like... So it's been good, man. Like it's been... It could get better. And we're getting better each week. Just trying to... 
Like we don't script anything. Like he asked me, I was like, dude, it's just gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Like when we have guests, like even me and him, we just kind of. I think it's great that way. Bro, talk and yeah, figure it out, you know. Yeah. And then kind of just have fun with it. So it's uh, good. Yeah, that's why we can relate to that. Put a date down because that's that's yeah. what, that's what made it real. <laughs> so where do you, where do you see yourself in the next couple of years with with comedy? Um, I got a mosquito. <gasps> Um, so I'm doing my first feature this Saturday. That's 15 minutes of material. Oh, wow. Um, that's the Navasota you know, show. That's the Navasota show. What's the show you, called? What is it? Is it? Yeah. Um, are you allowed to say? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> okay. Great save. <laughs> All right. Well, I, saw no, I forget. Face. I forget what it's at. Um, the location. It's, um, anyway, it's at a great rooftop bar in oh, Navasota. Nice. Um, Where's Navasota? Southwest. South of Dallas. Ivas, uh, yeah. It's like an hour. Can you say it if we don't publish this until afterwards? No, I I okay. forgot it. I was I was just using you as a save. I forgot yeah, the name saved, of it. But you were like, "Can you not say it?" I was like, "No, I cannot say it." My bad. But Nick Morrison is headlining. I we can cut that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> if it's funny, keep it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's very secret. I, okay. I yeah, it's it. very. It's a very exclusive. Yeah. Invite only. Yeah. I got on it on a rooftop bar. Um, but uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, so part of me is just growing my material. I got to get to, I got to get to 45, 50 minutes of material, oh. which it's, book. it's interesting how like that first five took me, you know, like to, to a five I'm proud of, not the first yeah. open mic, but a five that I was proud of took me like a year, you know? And yeah. then, and then I did this, it's interesting. <clears throat> so as far as the writing process and like learning to tap into my subconscious and a lot of like strategies that I've learned through books is to write out stories from your life and then table it for 24 hours and come back to it. So let your subconscious kind of chew on it as you sleep, whatever. It's like this background problem solver. And then when you look at it 24 hours later, and this is like Scorsese squares, swears by this. It's, um, it's the artist's way. It's a book by, um, I forget who. And a lot of people in entertainment use it, but, all of a sudden, when you go look back at that, those notes you had, you just ask yourself, what's funny about this? And all of a sudden, you start so breaking picking out. Words. Yeah, because your brain has sort of been building and remembering all these events, and you start to pull out significance. And I'm telling you, that's, that's when my writing started to explode. Um, but uh, I, I one quick story. I was at a – I remember when I first saw like a local comedian perform mm-hmm. at Houston Improv, and I was sitting there looking up at him, and I was like, man, like – he is so far from me because me and my brothers had always talked about doing an open mic, but it was like terrifying. Like we never did it for three years, you know? And I looked at this guy. I was like, man, he's just a normal guy. He was a friend of a friend mm-hmm. at Houston improv. And I just couldn't even imagine the steps between me and him. All the same things. Like I was so off the cuff. Like yeah. this is magic. A year and a half later, I'm in a comedy contest with this guy, that same guy. And we tied for third place. And it was just a weird moment yeah. in my brain. Like, what? Like he's, you know? a, he's ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's the crowd. And yeah, obviously I brought a huge crowd. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was hitting up singles groups. I was, I was crushing the promotion. You, you had the most family uh, there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mormon. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> the Latter-day Saints are all there. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, oh, um, but it's this weird moment where it was, it was 12, uh, 10 minutes of material. And I and I, I added a joke that day to make ten. That's all I had was ten, and I got third place. But we tied, so they did another round. They're like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I don't have, no, any, more you don't have any more material. 
And like my whole body was just, I was just like, oh, this is going to be, this is not going to be great. And so uh, I went up first and I go up there. And as I'm walking up there, I just remembered um, that panic setting in and I just pushed it away. And I just, I got up to the mic and I said, all right, I have 10 minutes of material and you guys have heard all 10 of it. So this is going to be a very uncomfortable three minutes for the both of us. <laughs> and like It killed. And then all of a sudden, like, I remembered a joke that I'd thrown away and another joke that I'd thrown away. So I was just telling these like That's jokes. That's a fight or flight thing. I, yeah, because I didn't freak out. And, and they were like served up to me that I hadn't done in like six months. And the reason I gave up on the jokes was because the comedians weren't laughing at it. But, but they killed in this room. Yeah. And that was like the moment I realized I, I need to... I need to let an idea or a joke have its proper audience. It would be tougher to make a comedian laugh because they're analyzing that Correct. joke. Or they're just in, having a bad day. I mean, there's, there's some, there's like, I don't want to say which one, but there's one open mic that everyone's just like, it's the worst. Okay. <laughs> you just go in there and everyone's depressed. We need to do that one first. For yeah. sure. That's the, that's a, yeah, that was probably my worst, one of my worst open mics. Just So, so we, we talked about like, when we drove home that I night, dare you guys to do it. We drove the home that night. I was like, we need to have maybe a Dale Not Dale pod, like a like an event. Okay. So, with like, you, I'd be oh like, for sure, Dale Not Dale podcast like presents. You guys host. Presents yeah, yeah. Do a few minutes up top. So we just call so, up the comedians. Like, and if can, you feel it, go for it. We can do like a little tandem. Like so, we just totally. recently did that for my sister in law, who's got a uh, boutique. So we did the MC for her her yeah. fashion show. Awesome! It was fun, man. We had a good That's time, dude. We we wore some. We have a guy in Houston. He makes custom blazers. He sent, made our custom blazers for awesome. us. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. were we were decked out, but that was fun. But I was like, I was thinking of something we could do to use the name and just try to like maybe yeah. get some like get a venue and have something with friends. And we got plenty of people around here for sure that we could get involved. And uh, man, we need to talk about that offline. I think for that'd sure, be, that'd be yeah, cool. that'd be awesome. I'll, because I'll be happy you, to help with the comedians. Yeah, like I said, you could help something with that. We could put something together, do some kind of charity thing with it. Totally, get the guys paid. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I mean, it'll be hard to find somebody that's funnier than us, but like, it's totally okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I know 300 comedians in Houston. <laughs> I think maybe we might be able to we'll find book a couple guys. Yeah, there's yeah. probably a few out there. Yeah, but no, that would be cool. I think that I'm gonna be go it. up first and tell your joke like after me. Like, <laughs> yeah, the ISD one. <laughs> I was, saying League, I was gonna say League City ISD. <laughs> I feel like stealing that joke is appropriate. And I feel like I mean I, I have a son. I think it's open. Yeah, I think close it's, enough. I think it's open to that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it begs to be stolen. So I got this great plagiarism, uh, plagiarism joke. Yeah, I stole from a friend. Yeah. <laughs> so can I tell you about my deaf girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you hey, know man. it's your show. So it's one your thing, show. One thing you said at the show. That's why I, I've been trying to think of something I was gonna ask you. You brought the show that you were on a show, an NBC that Fame show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's I, what Joey Joey Fatone was. Joey Fatone, yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, so, I met him. I met him in the Miami airport. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up listening to NSYNC. Dude, I was a huge fan. Me too. And so, um, a friend of mine asked me to come out, help, like, hang out with her while she auditioned for this show called Fame. And uh, I went out with her. She was hot, and so uh, we drove out to California, and. We auditioned and I was just kind of there hanging out. I had like a dare hat on. Like I was, I was not trying hard, you yeah. know, and it just like a holes in my shirt. I was just, anyway, um, it was a three dude. I mean, yeah. And so I, I, I auditioned and they auditioned like thousands of people across the U S and I was one of 24 finalists on the show. That's awesome. So I'm up there with like 
Debbie Allen, um, um, Felicia Rashad's sister, Debbie Allen is like, uh, from the original fame TV show in the nineties. Okay, yep. And I'm at her studio doing these dances and, you know, it was a dancing singing competition. And so, uh, it was like a triple threat show, right? Yeah. A triple okay. threat challenge. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember the show because okay. I remember, I remember yeah, Joey, Joey was on it. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, it was like it was a cool, theater, theater mm-hmm. setting. Yeah. Yep. That was it. And, uh, like Justin Timberlake came by and I just about died. Dude, hello. Came, came by to say, say hi to Joey. And so when I met Joey, mm-hmm. I was in Miami for the Jay-Z Justin Timberlake show. He did seven <sighs> shows. We went to the one in Miami. Me and my wow. wife went, and that was incredible. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So cool. And I, I saw them live when I was a kid at probably, I don't know, um, Compact that's, Center that's, or something. Yeah. Compact Center. Yeah. Dude, that's what I've talked about that before. Dude, I've seen NSYNC four times. Yeah. And I've seen Justin Timberlake four times. Yeah. Dude, it's just unreal. Yeah, we went up to New York to see Jesse. Like, everyone on the cast stays in touch. We have ever since. And Joey was on... Um, broadway for the first time it was like debut and so we went up there to support him and then afterwards he took us all to club suede and justin's there <laughs> like it's 18 year old hanging out with justin and joe it was like blew my mind like unbelievable so how old are experience. you i'm 38 okay so yeah, yeah. i'm 39 so this is like 2003 when i was on the show but it was interesting i came back awesome. i came back home it's like on a tv show 24 million viewers came back home next day i met super salad you know, back at my job. Marinara or, you know, my brother-in-law Nick, that's his favorite place to eat. I'm like, dude, you gotta find somewhere better than super salad. Man. I like serving. And then like some kids like you were on fame. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like literally seven days later. So I would, I would get recognized in Katie every yeah. day for seven days on day eight silence. Oh it was yeah. Just, it was just this weird, you, you know, were, like people like get obsessed with it and they need to get it back. It's this very short, very short um, attention span. It's yeah. probably shorter now with so much. There's so much, so much. There's so much more, content. You know, to remember a face. So it was just interesting feeling that like that drop off was kind of an interesting thing to experience. But it was cool. And I left it going. I left it realizing that I wanted to be on the business side and really hone my business understanding because the talent, you're just at the mercy of the whims of whoever. Yeah. You know, the ebbs and flow of what's hot, what's yeah, not. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of, a lot so, of luck plays into it. I'm sure too. Sure. Just getting in front. It's, yeah. It's crazy. It yeah. was fun. Full fame. Yeah. So, uh, dude, I was, I was a big boy band guy. Jesus. Oh yeah. Me too. Big time. I still listen to him. So, yeah. Uh, minute, I guess we could do. We, we haven't we haven't had somebody live in a while besides people we've known. Uh, we need to do the. So we're, you know, we're. That's why the show kind of got started. We're the doppelgangers. You know, we're the. That's it. Yeah. That's how we got introduced to each other. Mutual friends. Hey man, y'all. You should hang out. You look alike. Y'all resemble yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. No, y'all, each other. y'all need to meet each other. You yeah. know. So we're like we finally met yeah, and then, uh, yeah, it was blind yeah. date. It was like I love you, uh, man. Yeah. First sight. Yeah. Uh, we it's hooked beautiful. up first night and yeah. then. Um, yep. But yeah, so that's what kind of that that's how that happened. And people awesome. people know me from my social media and the from the show. Yeah. And so they would then they'd see him like, You Dale? He's like, No, I'm not Dale. Yeah. So that's how that started. We went to Puerto Rico two years ago and we he made shirts that said hashtag Dale, hashtag not Dale, but we wore <laughs> I love it. And the, that's what kind of sparked it, I think. It was well, so we great. never thought the podcast was gonna be named that. No. But, because we tried to but find a name and then finally I was like, it's really hard it's to name right a podcast. in front of us. Dale, yeah. not Dale. Oh, Okay. I yeah, that'll work. Yeah, and it, it's it's worked. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, we need to do a who's your not you. Yeah, so we do. We always do like the who's your who's your. I got one. Just it came to me earlier. Yeah. Uh, who's your who's your doppelganger? Celebrity doppelganger. So you hear? recently, from my my two viral videos, 
it has it has become abundantly clear from at least fifty or sixty people that I am the mixture of Brad Pitt and um um what's his name Ace Ventura. Jim Carrey. Jim, Jim Carrey. Okay. So Jim Carrey. Brad Pitt has been like the common, the common. Um, and you, one. Make, you make a joke about one person you look like too. Oh, I yes, I I I I am aware that I look like the villain from the Incredibles movie. <laughs> so that's what I was digging. I was trying to find what you know. Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus. Also, Adam. Adam ruins everything. I get that too. What's his name? Adam something. Adam what? Adam Conover. I, I was going to say Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town. Oh. O-Town. Remember? <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was a girl. Right. I forgot. <laughs> no. I was yeah, yeah, Ashley, for real. yeah, no, I'll take that. Yeah. No, dude. I was like, I didn't want you to have on. You, got, you may have better hair than me. I was like, damn. You got a lot of volume today. My yeah, hair's you so get big. divorced, you start to work on things. Yeah, that was one yeah. of your jokes I heard, too. Yeah, yeah. Down He's, to two wives. Yeah. No, the, uh, <laughs> the, the highlights. Oh, you got totally oh, online. I was like, yeah, what did I say? Uh, I forget. Did you, um, got, you see a guy with blonde highlights? I was like, um, what is that joke? Gosh, they just come and go. Oh, well, it was funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just want to cut it in later. <laughs> no. Well, you said, we'll find it. You said, uh, you got some blonde. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 38 year old with highlights. <laughs> so I'm either gay or recently divorced. <laughs> <laughs> the truth <laughs> yeah did you start doing a lot of selfie pictures when you got divorced there's um, a lot of guys that i've known that if and they oh man they get on that pre-trial you try not to okay. take a lot of <laughs> put a lot of evidence out there you kind of lock up and close okay. down social media but uh um yeah i mean yeah it was interesting getting back on the dating apps i bet it was definitely a how long were you all together 10 years okay. well 12 all in but uh yeah well i'm sure i mean like do you mean what i've been together in April, we'll be together 21 years. We Amazing. were married 15. Wow. So it's like, we were, we were 19. Now we're, we've been together. So we've been together longer as a couple than right. without each other. So yeah. it's just crazy yeah. to think that. That is wild. Most of your like, life, I couldn't yeah. imagine like the dating world now with the uh, social media and like everything's digital. Like it's, yeah. just, it's so weird, you know? I wouldn't be good at it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really difficult to tell what people look like. I bet. Oh, I guarantee it. You go to You really have to like turn and yeah. look and and there's a lot of filters. When, I do when I do a lot of video. For the first time they don't they they don't the lose they don't lose weight. I mean they're always they're always like in the picture they're always the skinny one and then you see them in real life and they're yeah. heavier. Yeah. It's like I, on Friday so you you look like Freddie Jackson not Janet Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of, yeah. It, so what I started doing was video chatting, like video well, chatting. Yeah. With, yeah. Like, Can't filter that. Like, show me your neck. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Let me see that Yoda woman. I need to see a profile of the neck. I, uh, you got a picture of your mom. You I got, look at the mom, I got yeah. a bit about the dating apps. Is uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm having sex with someone, it helps me if I close my eyes and imagine I'm having sex with their dating profile picture. <laughs> yeah. 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> Flawless skin, no penis. Yeah. <laughs> Very distracting. Uh, <laughs> Very distracting. <laughs> this funny thing is, we've all been there, right, boys? No. So I like point to like the manliest guy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, bro? Yeah, yeah. Oh um, god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't do the dating apps right now. That'd be that'd be tough. 
dude, I, I got buddies my age that, that you know recently have been through divorces, and uh, yeah, man, it's just, I, I just, it's crazy. Different world. It's a different, it's world. different world. I mean, I was nineteen, dude. I mean, yeah, a long time ago. It was like eHarmony when I got married, and now it's like, um, yeah, it's uh, Bumble Tinder. Tender. That's the. They one. got a bunch of them. Yeah, I well, I found Hinge to be the most the best really for anyone out there yeah <laughs> the least scary hinge is endorsed by sean what's, yes what's gonna be the scariest one that's the one i'd be on tinder can get a little wild vaughn's got a grinder account dude i figured everybody, crushing everybody loves it. <laughs> i don't even have to take him to dinner i love it oh man it's yeah there's so many there, the there was plenty of fish i had a buddy of mine that i used to work with and he would tell me his weekly plenty of fish stories yeah dude he had some funny ones he said he went out with this one chick she couldn't her her, her right foot she had no feeling in it and he would tell me stories about <laughs> him and her the one day he was in a room and her ex-boyfriend comes beating on the door and dude he, this this guy's very dramatic so he tells the best like he could if he could just retell his stories he would go viral like on on social media because they're just that actually reminds me they're of that good a situation where my my ex-girlfriend who is deaf her boyfriend wanted to fight me and he's deaf Uh and i didn't know what he was saying to me but it looked really inappropriate (laughs) 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 i could just tell it was not i love that polite you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could feel it, but not understand. I it. don't know what you're saying, but I don't like it. Like it's, you're pissed. You like, need to stop. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, no, that's a real. That's a real situation. He I mean, was, I've, I've been cussed out in Arabic before, and I don't oof. know what they said, but I know they were pissed. Oh, you could tell. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell. You could tell. <laughs> feel it. That's funny. Oh man, dude, that's wild. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how you met her on the dating app? Uh, Tinder. Obviously. Tinder. Yeah. That was actually the one Tinder date that, that she's a very pretty girl when I saw her. Like, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Great person. Yeah. That's cool. So that's a uh, that's wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> this has been entertaining. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Good, good, good. No, I've had a, about this, this has been a blast. Have it. you done any podcasts before? Um, not this type, not no. in person. It's been mostly like digital marketing stuff. So okay. not fun like this. Okay. More yeah. technical. Well, like I said, that's why I was like, maybe we want to meet you and then, Likewise, uh, yeah. but in person is the best way to do it because especially totally. you can, you can cut up and have more fun with it. Yeah. But then it was like, man, we, so we need to, we need to really figure out some kind of deal we could potentially do this year. Yeah. I love it. Uh, be fun, comedy to, showcase yeah man we, uh, you know we'll, we'll it's right up y'all's alley we you guys are cracking touch. jokes anyway yeah, yeah man we try to it's gonna be your people the front row is gonna be all your friends and family and them, yeah you know it's gonna I'll be have, fun. they'll laugh at us even when we for bomb for sure i'll have plenty of people to pick at on. you for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure well, yeah. i'm gonna put i'm gonna put nameplates i'll have certain people that i can pick on up front be oh, like the, Emmys, you the know, moment you, the i mean i think you guys have you ever sat down and written comedy ever no never i'm telling you the moment you open that door like Eminem, one time somebody was quoting Eminem saying that you know, he's writing all he's writing all day, all day, all day. They're like, "When are you going to use all that?" He's like, "No, no, no. This isn't this isn't for me to use. This is for me to keep the gate open." So he just writes to keep the gate just, open. So when he needs it, it's there. So the moment you guys open that gate, you might be surprised what comes out. Like yeah. the moment you start, like as funny as you are off the cuff, if you just took a moment to like to wait, about- time this, slow that, move that here, it it it's a it's a magic trick. You, you might you might dig it. Yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be down to do it just to kind of see 
Because I got a lot of stories from growing up that you could start like, there. I got some funny stuff. So, so especially from school. I, I've always thought it's funny. You Tell s- one. It's funny you say that. I have a thing in my phone. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna make a very long story very short. Sure. Um. So my sister has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. One of the most important people in my life. I love her to death. And yeah. we have the most messed up relationship you could possibly <laughs> yes, have. I do. <laughs> she says the most awful things to me and likewise. I love she it. sends me he sends me she sends me cameos. Oh, it's, from my birthday. it's hilarious. And <laughs> they're very I, they're very obscene. And <laughs> I, I and, and and we do it it's a it's a place out of love, but it's, it's one so of those healthy. things like people don't understand like you know, I'll say I'll crack in the wrong room. Right. And you know, people don't understand. So I was like, you know, I'm never going to bring that to the podcast, but you mentioned that. And I have a book actually that I wanted to start writing about her that has all of her funny stories in it. it. And I just remembered, like I could totally put this in a, in a, in a comedy sketch. Absolutely. Because her stories are hilarious and she would be the number one fan. Yeah, oh, I mean, dude, she she comments on everything we post on social media, and uh, oh, she's hilarious. It's, yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah that's, get that's get the com- get the comedy bible. <laughs> it's a great start. Like it, it actually goes into like the theory of comedy, like why things are funny. Um, there's two theories: the theory of surprise and the theory of superiority. Those are ba- the basic two. There's a, there's more, but those are the most popular ones. So, like when I come out, if I were to come out and be like, I'm aware that I look like Brad Pitt. Not funny. Yeah. Right? But like you could say, well, he has kind of a look or Jim Carrey. Still not funny. There's nothing funny about that. I see the villain from The Incredibles. It kills. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's putting me down. Deprecating. Yeah. And they're laughing yeah. at me. And, and it breaks the tension of like me coming up there and whatever they're perceiving about me, whatever they're assuming about me. I'm on stage. I have the power. I have the microphone. I'm, I'm dominant just by default. And the moment I release that and give it up, they laugh. Yeah. So that's, that's part of it. And then the other is just surprise where it's like the premise of the joke is like the, the scenario and then the direction and then the turn. Yeah. So you, and you need two points to create a line. And, and that's all you need. You need one point to start, a second point to make them think you're going to the third and then you don't go to the third. That's basically it. So once you start like getting the structure down, you just take a story and you just fit it to the structure, and it's hilarious. It's just a, it's little it's little tricks. It's so fun. I'm gonna get canceled if I talk story, stories about my my sister. <laughs> you, I think you need her in every shot that you do it. Oh that, yeah, you have she has to be in the room. Oh man. I'll get, yeah. I'll, when we're off air, I'll give you some a few stories I would talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> but that's where you start, man. Like that, that'd hey, be a good place so to start. Speak, yeah. Speaking of your cameo of William Hung, yeah. so back maybe fourth episode, August. We, we, we did a DNA test to see if we're related. You know? Live? Uh, oh, on the podcast. Kind we of did, awesome. We did. A, and so we were like, okay, we can spend 100 Fifty bucks to send this off, or I'll pay one hundred sixty-five and have Jerry Springer read our script of what. And so he, I love the way it's, you think. it's on our podcast. And I was like, I called him. I said, Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> and so I was like, All right, we're gonna have him. And so he wrote up the script. But what do you want to say? And then Jerry just added ad libbed the back half. I of love it. it. I'll play it for you, dude. It is oh, so, it's so gold. Funny. It was, I had buddies because I didn't even. I clipped out the cameo part like on the YouTube, so it doesn't say. Oh, People are like, for how sure. the hell did you get Jerry Springer yeah. on your show? I'm like, dude, we're podcasts. We're- we're, we think the same way. When I did, I did my first Houston Improv, I sent it on Cameo to five comedians. I sent it to Harlan Williams. Oh, Harlan? What's the movie? Rocket Man? Yes. Great movie. Harlan Williams. He gave me like a 10-minute like, 
pep talk and like watched it. He said that if he's ever in Houston, I could open for him. Like I die. I put, that's my first video on TikTok is him him just saying that. Um, I sent it to Roseanne Barr. She never responded, but that would have been (laughs) interesting. Um, Doug Benson, I sent it to him. He was high in the video and he just blew pot in the camera. (laughs) I treasure that. I mean, it's on brand. And, uh, but yeah, it's funny that you did that. Like I, and using it for sort of creative, uh, creative. Yeah, dude, it was great because I was like, okay, we can send off the deal. But I was like, man, this would be so much. That's so great. Better. And then he, he, he told us we need to take a stool sample. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's like, funny. he's like, I'll show the video after this. It's really yeah. funny. He was, yeah. but dude, he, he just went above <laughs> and beyond what you could have. Like, like yeah, he's just Wayne winging was. it. Yeah. Harlan Williams is awesome, man. And half baked and oh, Rocket so Man. Good. Rocket Man. He's I such need, a nice I need to play guy. Rocket Man for my kids because they've never seen that. That's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, such a, it wasn't me. You know what? One Dale and I were talking about this on. Uh, so I love going. I love going to the Houston Improv. It's one of my favorite places. So good. You know, I don't drink anymore, so I don't. I just like to go watch people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make me laugh, right? Yeah. So. I was, why is it in such a bad part of town? That is the thing. Like I, I'm always, there's always like, I always was thinking like, yeah, well, how would this do in a different side of town? Like, I, I, I know you're trying to get him to go south. I get it. I, I, yes. <laughs> yes. North Galveston. Yeah. North Galveston. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been there for so long. Um, yeah, I guess so. I think they were just trying to like pick between, you know, Katie and, I don't know, the West Houston side, you have the, um, I guess we just need to, there's a very, exp- there, yeah, it's a nice side is what I'm getting at. Totally. Like we, we had could, laugh stop. Rogan's supposed to open his place in Houston next. You heard about Shut that? Up. Yeah. So Rogan, real? he's opened his awesome God. one and he said, I've already, he's already got talks of open a, a mimic one in Houston, which I love killer. it. Have you guys uh, seen kill Tony? No. Yes. Yeah. So I went to kill Tony. I didn't get on, but that's, that is one of my next, have like, you seen uncle laser? No. So he's, He's so I got two buddies uh, that they make some part of my merch. I give I give it my shirt, but they they grew up with this guy, dude. He's like redneck, got the freaking curly mullet. He wears a Charizard diamond crested belt. He's like a pipe. He's like an oil field worker. Makes probably half a million dollars. I mean, just half, half being a million dollars a year. So hard. But then he's, he's been on like just he was just on Kill Tony again the other day, and Rogan's on the board talking to him, and he's awesome. cutting up. I was like, this guy's been blowing up. Like he's very crude. And very yeah. funny. Don't his tattoos on his arms. He's got I, tattoos I, everywhere. He's got new neck tattoo. Okay, I just saw. I just saw. Dude, that he, I was sending him on Instagram. He's really funny, but he's another one that's been blowing up. He's got one hundred fifteen thousand followers already. Wow! But he's been on Kill Tony a couple of times. Like he comes out to like Stone Cold music. He wears like a sleeveless Stone Cold jersey. I love it. And he's, he's it's got, unique. And he's got. His, You're gonna remember he's him. He's got his tight jeans with his boots on. It's so so funny, many comedians. Man. You know, he's recognized. He's like that yeah. the Chelsea Lynn guy version. Got it. But he's not a bad, like he's a good looking guy. So he just got that. He's got a look curly, nasty mullet. He's fucking, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's really crude too, which is even more at my alley. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, there's so many funny guys out there, and Instagram's brought a lot of them to your fingertips, which yeah. is nice, and TikTok. Yeah, I mean, like I said, hey, that's why. Well, it's kind of it's just sort of democratic. I mean, that's if, how we, if people like it at a certain rate, it flows to the well, top. I know, I've it's shared, a meritocracy. I've shared your that that video to a bunch of people. I appreciate it. Just because when I first seen it, before I reached out to you, I'm like, dude, this is funny, man. Like, and the way you tell it's just so. I uh, appreciate it. That's, that's like that's like a year. Yeah. I mean, you know, what I mean? Yeah. it's like you hear these jokes and you're like, how did they do that? 
it took them a year. I mean, yeah. a year of like hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and hearing yourself do it and who, where people laugh and why do they laugh there? I didn't, that wasn't a joke. And then you're like, Oh, that's why they're laughing there. Lean into that. I mean, it's just this, it's, it's interesting you get how different, you get different emphasis points. I'm sure. Yeah. The, the, and, inflections and, and you'll are, get off the stage. Like, like, um, it's such a good community. Something you said earlier reminded me, uh, with your sister. I remember when I, when I first kind of felt like I was a part of the community of comedians, I was sitting at the, in the green room of the secret group, which is a, a comedy club downtown. I don't know if you guys know about that one. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. A little bit closer to you. And I'm in this room and it's like me, black guy, Hispanic guy, Jewish guy, short person, Clinton shorter. His last name's really shorter. <laughs> um, a transgender woman. Like it was everyone in this room. Yeah. And nothing was off limits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. everyone was shitting on everyone <laughs> for the exact thing that they were. And I and I just remember sitting there and I was like, oh, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what we should be doing. Like yeah. we should just be able to like talk shit and the like media, the in, media would in hate the most that. I know, but in the most loving way. Right. You know, like nobody's feelings are getting hurt. Because yeah. we're all gonna get up there. We, you know, and we all understand where we're coming from. It's like, we're all going to get up on stage and pull our pants down. Like we're all about to do this. And right. and it just, I don't know. It was just a beautiful, like there's not a lot of ego, but that's how the real world actually is. I think so. Uh, Among friends and family. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for the, the mass or the silent majority, that's yeah. how it really is. Yeah. We so, could all we could all laugh at everything. It'd be great. Dude, I, I laugh at everything. I laugh all day long. <laughs> I, I I can't go to funerals because it's I, dangerous. The first thing I do is I start laughing because you're not supposed to. Because like I'm not just supposed that. to. Because yeah. something in my brain, like I can't cry, I laugh. <laughs> Someone in there like I dare you to laugh right now. Like, and then no. I'm bawling at a ba- at a birthday party. <laughs> I don't get yeah. it. I'm the, I'm the worst person for anything serious because I try to get people to laugh. Yeah, I, I just, try to break the tension. I just try to through it. I try to get somebody going. In the worst it's, time it's, possible. It's such a fun way to live. Yeah. Yes. Oh, dude. You know, I I keep everything light. Yeah. Every job I've had, like even they're like, dude, how has HR never? I'm like, <laughs> I just it's all about time. I make them laugh. If you say the right stuff <laughs> at the right time, everybody's gonna laugh at it. Yeah. And it's nothing. You can say anything you want. Yeah, with the if it's right authentic, people, and it's all about the timing, man. You know, yeah. when so like an, a life event happens and somebody makes a joke out of it, and yeah. the first thing they say is "too soon." Right? There's no such thing as too soon for me. Yeah, it, it's perfect timing. Yeah, <laughs> right then. Yeah, you know, yeah. The rule on that is like a year. Yeah. You're supposed to wait a year, I'm five minutes. Yeah, plane goes yeah. down. Let's take it. Let's talk about it. I'm going. I'm writing a joke about it. Yeah. What's that structured charm? Was telling me about? Yeah, it? yeah. One, two, three. What was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. man, this has been fun, dude. Absolutely, yeah. man. Likewise. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you drove the uh, four mile hike, forty mile hike. Yeah. Uh, that took you an hour and a half, probably. You guys came to my show, man. Yeah. Appreciate that, yeah, man. We no, that was fun. It. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll do that. At, I could do that Monday through Friday. I yeah, love going to that. So place. fun. Yep. So it's uh, a great spot. Yeah, we definitely stay in touch. I think we need to, man, we really need to explore this. Definitely, because I think that could be fun. We could get yeah. plenty of people involved. Great content for you guys. I yeah. mean, all the TikTok and all yeah, the stuff you dude, could pull. I mean, it's just uh, it'd be something cool to do. I think it'd be awesome. I yeah. think we just need to put a date to it and just have it done by. Then. That's exactly do how to do it. Well, then we're gonna and we'll sign Vonna for an ultra marathon too. 
Yeah. I've actually, yeah. I've, I've been in many marathons. Have you? Yeah. Nice. Like my dad ran by, I waved to him. Um, yep. I had like a friend of mine, he was in one and yeah. I waved to Did him. Did you make a sign or? Uh, no, I wow. had a bottle of water. Okay. I yeah. like the, mar- I like the marathon videos. Yeah. The guy has the, the glasses of vodka and they come out and grab it and they shoot it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they don't know it's vodka? It's tic- yeah. Oh, like, like, what tra- if they're in sobriety? <laughs> they have a tra- yeah. Who gives a, a shit? It's that's, funny. It's a risky tag for a TikTok. Okay? <laughs> you mean to tell me that sober people run? Oh. That's not true. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that is funny. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, what are the reactions? The, oh, the, they turn around. What you would think? Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like mile one. What you just dude, screwed I, up their I'm whole like, day. I like the party, and I wouldn't want to shoot vodka. Let's just right. hear. It's hot. hot. It's like 95 degrees. <laughs> it's warm ass vodka. Oh, oh this is the middle of April. It's in North Dakota. It's fine. It's oh, cheap that's vodka. Different. That's different. Oh, God. That's how the Russians feel year round. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, man. So, but so. no, man, thanks for coming on. We, I thanks completely enjoyed it. It was a good yeah. time. This, this, might, this might be one of my favorite podcasts so far. Oh, it's been so fun. It's definitely the longest one we've done. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's fun. Like I said, dude, that's, what, that's what's fun about being in person. You, you can just cut up and. Totally. That's why we're trying to script stuff. We just wanted to go and flow and yeah. Uh, hearing your stories is funny, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, appreciate that. Yep, we appreciate, it, man. And uh, I'll let you know when this stuff goes. When we have it scheduled to go on air. Awesome. And uh, we'll be tagging you. And Magnus will be making all the reels and shorts and sweet. Yeah, we got a lot of content from. I love it. Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll promote it as well. You yeah, man. Your, you have your socials. You want to drop your socials? <clears throat> uh, for, for your Instagram right yeah here? so TikTok is at Dolan Comedy D-O-L-A-N Comedy and Insta is at The Sean Dolan awesome yeah well uh, when we when we post that we'll I'll put that in the uh, the body of the podcast awesome. YouTube so you know, appreciate so it anything we can do to share your stuff man like we'll do it and hopefully we'll uh, we'll come across some more comedians with you and oh for sure put tell some, me tell me yeah and then Tell when we get Lance on, we'll let you know how that goes. Uh, yeah. Lance, look. <laughs> okay. It's been a while. Um, <clears throat> I've put it past me. I hope that you've put it past you. And, you know, we could, the Dale Not Dale podcast can be where we come together and we just shake hands as gentlemen and let bygones be bygones. And we're going to have right a here. paper write off. You do know we're going to edit this and send it to him. <laughs> 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 I love that. I, no, I love it. I, I really. He's a. He's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh Whatever. man, that was awesome. Yep. All right. All right. We're done, man. We'll see, see you. See Thank you. you. Uncle Dale and Vaughn with stories to unfold. To sit back, relax, and behold, we discuss the life and all its ups and downs. Tune in from your side of town. Talking popcorn.